Hey, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Hardcore Heroes Arcadia. Nick, how are you doing today? Feeling good. A little bit nervous, which is weird because we've been doing this for over a year now, but feel like there's a little bit more pressure on me now than there was before. That's uh, all right. Yeah, well, you don't have your friendly tanks to keep all the damage away from you. Yeah, not even that. Like You can't have as much dead time when it's just... Um, That's true. You have, to you, be, you have to be on point. It is up to you to make everything happen. Exactly. Can't let Van do all the work anymore. That's right. But uh, no, no, feeling feeling pretty good. Apart from that, cool. So let's take a moment and talk about what Hardcore Heroes Arcadia is. Um, if you haven't caught the last episode of our Hardcore Heroes, the party split up. Um, Van Helsing, uh, Kine, and a whole bunch of other people in the middle of town just kind of disappeared. And it appears a lot like the other vanishings that have happened south of the rivers. So those guys are gone. And here we have Malachi all by himself in Shirebrook. Plus, you know, the other people in Shirebrook and mm -hmm. uh, the dwarf and whoever else is around. So we're going to be doing a separate campaign that focuses just on what Malachi is up to uh, here in Arcadia. And with it comes a few changes. We're going to make a full switch to 2.N or 2.Neal or whatever we want to call the second edition heavily modified rule set that we've been using for our other shows, which means that Malachi gets a perception stat. We've just averaged his intelligence and wisdom to create his perception uh, because we thought it would be really weird if all of a sudden he rolled for perception and had three perception or had 18. You know, it would just be bizarre. Um, Perception, interestingly enough, is now my second best stop at 13. Yes. Yes, it is. By quite a margin, actually. Uh, yeah, 9s, 10s, 13, and 17. Yep. Um, and with this also comes non-weapon proficiencies, which we're going to do now before we get into game two deeply. So is there anything you want to talk about this last week before we actually hop into rule stuff? What, what have you been up to? Have you done anything? Well, my, my girlfriend's been away on business for the past week uh, mm. in Germany. So I've been sat here on my own. So I've been watching a lot of films. Anything good? I watched, well, I'm sure people have seen all of these films, but I saw Ex Machina, Ex Machina. That was pretty cool. I like that. Mm. Um, have you seen that? Nope. I don't even know what it's uh, about. It's about this guy who gets invited. To, he works for a tech company and his, he wins a competition to go and stay with his CEO. The CEO lives in the middle of nowhere. And basically, CEO guys, like when he gets there, I've designed an artificial intelligence robot and you're going to give it the Turing test. Like you're going to speak to it every day and uh. see if you can tell if it's real or not. Mm -hmm. But then there's, there's some trickery and deceit in there. Like when uh, the power, he, he's being watched the whole time he's having these interviews and um, the power shuts down one time. So all the cameras go off and then the robot says to him, like, you can't trust him. Like he's not a nice guy. And then the power comes back on and everything's back to normal. Oh shit. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, I watched The Martian, which I That's, thought was really, really good. I loved that. That was really solid. Yeah, really liked that. Um, I watched The Imitation Game by Alan Ooh. Turing. Well, Not you know, it's ba based in Manchester. The My maths building in Manchester Uni was called the Turing Building. Mm -hmm. So that's quite cool. It was all sort of mildly linked around here. Um, let's see. What else? Watch that Birdman film. 
How'd that go? Yeah, it's a bit weird. I mean, it was one of those acty films, you know, where there's a lot of like sort of well acted stuff, but whether it actually makes an interesting story or not mm. is something else. So yeah, you know, pretty cool. Apart from that, um, let's get into it since there's no one else to ask, right? Yeah, there's there's no one else to talk to. It's just you and me. It's just me. Yeah. We need to do uh, weapon proficiencies as well. Let's do that first. Okay. So, weapon and non-weapon proficiencies. Well, let's start with weapon. I think I only have two right weapon proficiencies. Right. So, I'm going to put this to you because from a from a game perspective, I've used three different types of weapons. I've used slings, staves, and daggers. But I can only have proficiency in two of them. Yeah. Well, now if it was if it was up to me now, I'd choose staff and dagger because I don't really need my sling anymore. But sling's the one that I've used the most, so I'd say I, I should probably pick sling. I feel like it should be sling and staff. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Sling and staff. Yeah. So I get like a minus what four to use a dagger now. Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Then you get plus two for level, I think. So. Yeah. It's a shame because I've got these magical daggers, but never mind. Well, See, maybe you'll find a way to though. transfer the magic from the daggers into the sling. Well, I think I'm going to use them to. Oh, yeah, that was a, another cool idea I had. But we'll hmm. we'll get to that. We'll get oh, to that. Okay. Um, non-weapon proficiencies. Yeah, so we're going to use our list, our two-point Neil list of non-weapon proficiencies. Oh, okay. Uh, you guys can find it on regalgoblins.com underneath the toolbox if you want to follow along. I'm going to link the document to you directly here, Nick, so you don't have to oh, cool. screw around. The VIP treatment. Uh-huh. Um, so anything with a uh, an X in it under wizard, you can learn for the listed number of proficiencies. Um, Anything otherwise else it takes more. more. Yeah. Okay. So acting would take you two, but administration would take you one. So I, I, I'm in the business of making sure that everything sort of lines up. So I'm at least going to take all the stuff that I think lines up with my uh, specialized skills or whatever it was called. So let's work out how many I've got. Is it, I think, start with four, gain two, and then six more because of languages? Um, yes. So yeah, 12. You would have gained one at three and one at six. You'll get another at nine. And then six free languages and four for the start. That's All a right. Lot of... uh, you should definitely so take reading and writing. Yes, that's definitely... Is that a, a two or a one? That's a one. That's a one? Yeah. Okay. Let's write that down. For wizard, at least. Yes. Okay, what else have I definitely got? I've definitely got swimming, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the one time I needed it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they're not coming up. That's a one as well. Yes. Are they all one? Oh no, it says yeah. here right slots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and swimming is strength based. Reading and writing doesn't have a, a check. Oh right, that's right. Yeah. Um, strength based. Is it just strength? Just strength. Zero. So ten. Okay. What else? My other secondary so is uh, navigation. I think would be one that I've got. I've yep. got navigation. Um, um, navigation requires seamanship. Okay, well, I guess I've got that as well then. Yeah, so seamanship keys off of wisdom or willpower, and you get it, it's your score plus one. 
and navigation costs one and it keys off of intelligence and it has a modifier of minus two. Okay, cool. Navigation, and that's not just for ships, though, that's... Or is direction sense a different thing? Um, navigation's like guiding yourself by the stars and knowing how to... It's usually used for ships because on land it's not needed, really. You know, mm. at sea, the only thing to guide yourself by is the stars. And on land, you can use landmarks and roads and maps and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it also encompasses using like a, a compass and a, a sextant and how to chart maps and stuff like that. Okay. No, that's that's pretty cool. Um, so my other was Limna slash Painter. No, I don't see anything. There are artistic ability. So I guess I'll just take that. Yeah. Fits with the painter. Well, Limna was like making models, so I'm happy to go with just the artistic ability if that's alright. I mean, it's artistic ability is any number of sub abilities. So you could take artistic ability in sculpting or in um, drawing or in musical composition. Okay. Well, given that now I've got. Can I go with drawing then? Sure. No, that's a little bit better. Okay. So that's what? Wisdom flat, so. It's going to be 10, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, that's kind of everything, isn't it, that would be covered by my secondary skills. Yeah. So now, now we're on to stuff that I did a lot in the game that maybe has a proficiency tied to it. So early that's... game, you were expressing quite a bit of proper form and etiquette. Um, since yeah. then, you have been expressing it and actively going against it. So I feel like an etiquette proficiency is something that Malachi really... Makes sense. Yeah. Something that he Should knows have, and yeah. chooses to use or not use. Alright. Let's go with that then. Etiquette yeah. is charisma. It's charisma probably zero. 10. Yeah. So we on, we're on 6. We've still got 6 more. Oh dear god. The problem is that I can't take any... It doesn't make sense now to know another language, does it? Definitely not. No, but if you want to start learning other languages and you have yeah. the appropriate conversational partner, um, you can do that. So I might, I might uh, do that. But sure, but that that won't cost uh, a proficiency. You can do that. Separate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so let's see. What else is here? Um, what about bureaucracy? Um, I guess you could have learned that. Oh, cartography maybe. Would kind oh, of make cartography sense. is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for that cartography. Um, there's also things like mathematics, but I don't know. I mean, you're pretty smart, but I don't know if you'd have mathematics exactly. No, I don't think so. Despite being a wizard, he's not all that bookish. Yeah. You know, he kind of likes to be out on the road. Mm -hmm. What about mm. spellcraft? Is something you could take. I don't think you necessarily have to, but I think that's something that would be reasonable for Malachi to know by this point. Spellcraft is knowing what a spell is when it's being cast. Yeah, you make a spellcraft check when a spell gets cast, and you can try to determine what the spell is. I mean, it makes sense. It's, yeah, it's um, in two slots, and it's intelligence minus two for its check. Okay, so that's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're on nine, so three more. I like the look of... Um, Ancient history, if that's a thing. Yeah, ancient history is a thing. You'd have to kind of have a, have a subsection of ancient history. Um, Eridon? Yeah. 
So if you just want to do ancient history Aerodon, that that'll be fine, and that'll be a general knowledge of the ancient history of Aerodon. What um, else could it be? Well, you could do like ancient history um, wizardry, and you'd have a more specific knowledge of the great wizards that have come through this part of the world. Mm. Or you could do ancient history like um, lineage Curse. of kings and king queens. And have what about a ancient history Curse of the Shadow Mountains? <laughs> I think you're working on that proficiency right now. Yeah, I'll just make a check then. Oh, that's that solved. All right, game over, guys. You figured it out. Um, ancient history. Well, I remember speaking about this that before Malachi went off adventuring, he was interested in collecting sort of artifacts. Is the wrong word in this setting because that generally means magic items. But I mean, right. like, you know, items of antiquity. Mm -hmm. that may be rare um, would that come under ancient history Eridon or maybe it's more like ancient history antiquity or uh, I don't know what else it would be yeah some sort of archaeology uh, collector collector yeah um, tomb raider sort of Indiana Jones thing yeah right um Okay. Oh. Archaeology sounds like a good term. Sure, you can do archaeology. That, that'll that'll be fine. Should I call it ancient history archaeology? Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's good. And that that's intelligence minus one. Okay. Three, four. I think two more. So bureaucracy would be two. Um, do you, I felt you pull back on that. Do you not think? Uh, that will work. It's just a. Um, Do you think it's useless? I I don't mind if you take useless things. It's just uh, there have not been a lot of situations where I've seen Malachi work within bureaucracy. But you did apprentice under Rahana, yeah. and your dad was a sailor for a lot of time. So you might be familiar with the ins and outs of getting formal approval on this thing, and you know I well, I got to get a permit from this guy in order to dock my ship here and. Yeah, I, I could see it working. Maybe uh, riding would be a better one. I mean, I've, I've never really used a horse, but it seems like something that I might have actually learnt. Yeah, either of those are good. Undead law, probably can't take that. Yeah, I think you've only encountered undead like once or twice. Torturing, you see, now these are all good, but don't really make much sense. I'll have a look at chat. Has anyone got any suggestions? Um, appraising. I, 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 I feel like I can't take appraising because of the one time when I needed it, you said I didn't have it. So Yeah, that's very much a van. No. None of you guys have appraising, yeah. No. Um, I could take underwater basket weaving. <laughs> that's what I think. Oh, weaving's a thing and swimming's <laughs> a thing, so, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Okay. Um, religion? Nah. What's bureaucracy might be the pre best one. Prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Yeah. It's like um, uh, like contact magic or little little effects that you can do with your hands. Um, you know, like hiding uh, a coin or flipping something yeah. around. It's pretty thiefy. Paper making. Uh, nah. That's something you could have learned under Rohana, uh, but you don't have to have taken that. What will that in-game, what will that get me? 
Spell... Can I make my own spell book if I get paper making? Uh, you'd need book binding and paper making um, to make your own spell books. And then you'd need the proper facilities to do so. But yeah, then you can make your own spell books. Well, holy shit. I mean, that sounds pretty good. Bureaucracy gets me what knowledge of sort of the feudal system and what kind of forms I need to fill in to get certain things done. Yeah. Yeah. And just the knowledge of how everything works. You know, the, the if you want to do something, you understand where to go and who to talk to and how to get shit done in a, a world that is not always transparent. See, I kind of like the idea of that. It's a solid choice. Yeah. The world needs more bureaucrats. They're all they're it. all dying off and being killed off. You know, they, we need someone to replace them. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. It's about time somebody with some killing ability <laughs> about bureaucracy. <laughs> um, and it's intelligence too, so that's good. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right, there we go. Done. So we've got weapon proficiencies, non-weapon proficiencies. We've got you your new stat. Um, yep. I'm going to re-roll all my HP. Uh, <laughs> Let's just see what I'd get, just for the sake of argument. Oh, I reckon it's going to be 21. 17. It's better, but no mind. I don't know how many times I'd have to roll to get worse. Oh my god. That's the same. There, there you go. go. Could That's have been pretty worse. bad, though. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is quite bad. Alright, is that, is that everything? I think that's everything we need to do to update to the new rule system. Is there mm. anything else? Not that I can think of. Um, we might come up with something along the way, in which case we'll just pause and deal with that. Uh, but I don't think that'll be an issue going forward. So there's no there's okay. no changes to any spells or anything mm -mm. going into two point. Oh, uh, we're going to be using spell components. components. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that then. I mean, are we assuming that I've got what five casts of every level one spell, four of every level two, three of every level three? And um, are there? Let's only continue to worry about things that have odd components, right? If something requires a a live spider and you have some general downtime, we can just say in that general downtime you find spiders. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. I'm not used to looking at the components, though. So what I mean is, can we assume that I've got, like, you know, one or two castings of anything that I might need? Um, let's take a look at... Let's take a look at the spells that you do have and see if any of them have any outlandish components. While we're on here, you might want to... I think this... Did you ever add all the... Uh... Oh, no, I didn't. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, Worst there, is some, ever. there is some missing. Yeah. Oh, we should mention the, the spell limits per level as well. Oh, yes. Um, you want to mention that? Yeah, so obviously how many spells you can know per level is an optional rule. So when we were doing it by the book, we weren't using that. Um, so I am well over my limit on level 1 spells and slightly over on level 2 spells. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to hand wave that rule and say it doesn't exist in 2.0. Yep, we're going to modify it so that's no, uh, no longer a thing. So there so you go. Our, our rules can all work together. Our worlds are not ridiculously dumb. Uh, what were your new spells again? Uh, you sent them to me? I think you did. I did. So, uh, 
Wes collected off for me. Scroll, got a scroll. Uh, I don't know if I'm not going to get You got it? Nope. No, sorry, Neil. It's open to the No idea where these are. Someone else has a list of your spell books. Yeah, Wes did it for me. No, yeah, but that's a list of your spell books, not a list of the spells you currently have memorized. I mean, it might have the spells you have memorized there, but I don't. I need to know which ones aren't in your list already, and comparing them is too difficult. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what he'd done originally. I mean, if we scroll back in the in our Discord chat, Neil, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I um, it's. I'm just not sure which Discord chat it's in. It'll be in our. It'll be in our private message. Okay. Our PMs. There we go. I've I've got it. Okay. I think. Uh, Paste. That's it. Those are the new ones that you've got? Yeah. You... Well, I don't know. It's a list of... A reduced list of spells, so I figured that that's what that is. You didn't learn this many spells in the last episode, did you? No, you just... There's just been some missing. Jesus Christ. This many are missing? I think so. Let's check. Yeah, armor's... Armor's not on there. Yeah, this is the list. I've kept my own list on my own character sheet, so it's never been that. Oh, okay, cool. So you've never been pulling off the. Yeah. Oh dear God. Okay, this is a lot of spells. Exactly. I mean, I, I, it's only for chat. I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't affect me. Okay, well, I'm gonna do it anyway because I like having a list of your spells, so I know how to Go screw ahead. you over by giving you things that you don't have spell solutions for. <laughs> I don't actually do that for those of you that are about to call DM hacks. No, I'll reserve judgment or not. So, where you want to recap where you are right now? What happened last yeah. episode? So, what happened? Where did we start off last episode? Um, can you remember? Ooh. You can only really remember the end of the last episode. Yeah. You were. We were in Shirebrook. And we were about to make the journey to Stromheim, I think. Yes, I think that's actually where we left off. Is we were you were just heading to Stromheim? Because we were going to go and. All um... oh, right, no, we were we were going to Newfort, weren't we? Right, that's it. We just got uh, back to yeah. Sh we that's... just got back to Shirebrook from Redport, and then we heard that Count Ironhide wanted to see us because, well, we think he was a little bit upset uh, about us skipping town. So we started the episode off, we sort of uh, tied off some loose ends and then hired a carriage and traveled over to, to Newfort, getting all paranoid, getting ourselves in a, in a right twist, thinking that we were going to have to kill this guy. But by the time we got there, Van did an excellent job of conveying our story without any um, contradictions. And whilst disappointed that we had not captured Tyrus, we did manage to convince the Count that we did intend to and just failed. So he let us go. Um, we returned to Shirebrook. And we spent a nice day there. And we decided that in the morning we were all going to leave and send Jeeves, uh, take Jeeves to, to Tassel for his retirement. So I retired to my room. 
expecting to meet Van, Jeeves, and Kine in front of the half pint. First thing in the morning at sunrise to say goodbye to Jeeves because I was gonna I was gonna hang back in town to wait for Venlo to see how this Baron thing gone. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the Baron did up and leave, left a note recommending me as a successor. Although it wasn't as straightforward as that, I tried to walk into the keep, but Angus landslide said that as soon as you uh, abdicate, you no longer have the authority to nominate your successor. Mm -hmm. You know, as a bureaucrat. That's something I can, I can understand. <laughs> the proficiency is paying off already. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, morning comes around, and there's a thick cloud of fog or mist covering the town. You know, I don't think too much of it. Wander through, although suddenly a chill strikes me, and the mist gets seems to get thicker. And I look around and realize I don't see anyone. Sort of this feeling in my chest of deja vu building I uh, hurriedly walk towards the half pint and bust the door open only to go in and find the place completely deserted not a plate out of sight not a table tipped over not a chair tipped over it looks very much like everyone's just up and disappeared in a panic I ran around to Van's temple to find Frederick saying that he just left I went to uh, the Storybrook Inn where Kine was, but everyone there was gone as well. In fact, it looked like, what would you say, about a hundred foot radius? Couple hundred feet radius? Couple hundred feet radius. radius of the town has just had everyone disappeared. Obviously, I didn't check every house, but at least the Half Pint, the Storybrook Inn, the, the Dragon's Den, a bunch, of, a bunch of taverns in the center of town, the main temple, so Mother Elise, Presumably Father Owen are all gone. Um, having checked everywhere that I thought to go, I headed to the keep to discuss with Landslide. I was ready for a fight, not a physical fight, but I was expecting to have to convince him to let me help. And he very quickly uh, agreed that I was right. I'd been he he documented me telling everyone that this was going to happen, so he seemed to actually uh, rescind a little bit, a bit of respect and. Uh, deferring to me on decisions on how we should manage this crisis mm -hmm. so I then decided to take the reins of power with both hands and quickly set about my executive orders as the new acting president, I mean Baron so I signed uh, an executive order to have Tyrus returned so I sent a guard off to, to Redport to retrieve Tyrus I put the word out that Sturge was needed back in town so people are out looking for Sturge I signed another executive order to sell all of the spare houses to any rich refugees that are remaining, which I think is a good one. Pretty solid. Not sure how that's going yet, but um, I might need to reserve a few houses for all the people that I need to bring in. Is that all of the executive orders that I had? I think so. Um, yeah. Look for Sturge, look for Tyrus, sell the houses, collect all the information pertaining to the events this morning oh yeah we um, interviewed all of the townspeople we spoke to a homeless guy who'd seen the people basically be there one minute and the next fade into the just fade, fade into, into the mist yeah yeah but it didn't look like they were walking away into the mist it just nope. looked like they just kind of vanished this music's a little bit like fancy fancy star or Final Fantasy, or maybe Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Like, it's the tabletop audio track, Weirder Things. 
oh, okay. which is Stranger Things inspired. I figured it was appropriate for what's going on here. Yeah, so, so to come where we are now, I think the end of that day is approaching. Uh, Malachi's been running around town like a headless chicken, adrenaline coursing through his veins, trying to work out what's happened, to try and find his friends. And we, we, we come into the game as I walk into Aldrich's tower, close the door behind me, like heavily trudge up the stairs, exhausted by the day's events, and collapse onto a chair in Aldrich's study. And as I sit there, I think about my friends missing, about Van, and I keep thinking of this, this pile of skulls that I've seen in this uh, in this cave I've scried upon. Yeah. I think deep down, I think Malachi thinks that both Van and Kine and Mother Elise and Father Owen and everyone left in the town is probably already dead but I owe it to them to try and work out what happened so I'm not going to give up hope yet and as I scan across the room my eyes settle on a a, um, a pool of well what was once a pool of blood on Aldrich's floor after I brutally murdered him and I sit there staring at this result of my deeds and turn back to Aldrich's library and begin spending the night in research. All right, what are you researching? So I think anything to do with plane shifting or plane shifting or the curse of the Shadow Mountains, those two topics. Why are you interested in plane shifting? Because I believe that it's a shadow dragon and the clues we've had, so we when Van cast detect emotion or thought capture mm-hmm. in Kynes village, he had a vision of a person being in what he said he described it as like a, a foggy mist, but not a mist, like kind of just like dull and gray and not being able to see far in any direction. Hmm. Interesting. But that was obviously one of the people that had been um, taken by whatever this thing is. So to me that sounds like, uh, and then we went and explained that vision to Rohanna, who described similar to what she saw when she read Georg's mind, when she first heard about the what she called the Lich's phylactery. Mm. So there's some sort of weird connection there. Um, I think on one hand Malachi thinks that maybe they're on a different plane, but then on another maybe it was just some sort of mass teleport into this thing's lair. Which I believe is, I still believe is in the Shadow Mountains. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So you start looking through Aldrich's library, and there's nothing explicitly on the Shadow Mountains. Um, yeah. But there are books that have passages that will relate to them. Uh, but it'll be a process of going through the whole library. You know, you're reading this book about Shirebrook, and you gotta kind of read through it to find the passage that might touch on the shadow mountains because it's not going to be a whole chapter in the book right so that'll yeah. be an ongoing project to better familiarize yourself with this legend um and these weird things that are going on there um so it's slow going yeah so is there anything particular task do you just want to read all the books and we can just skip forward a couple of weeks until nah. you've read all the books no no i have stuff to do tomorrow this is just that night all right yeah. So you kill the day. 
Um, why don't we actually go towards the end of that day then? Um, when Angus Landslide brings you to the, or calls you down into the main hall. Okay. Uh, there have been gathered a whole bunch of people uh, that are witness accounts of what was going on there. And they proceed to give you guys their accounts. Where are no? So uh, a whole bunch of people have corroborate that one homeless guy's uh, yeah. vision of what he saw. A bunch of people agree that that's what seems to happen. Be happened. Uh, that is what happened. Um, also, you get a pretty good measure of how big of an area the disappearing thing was. And based on what people have said and your knowledge of the town, uh, it seems to be that same radius, that same Eight. couple hundred yard radius that uh, snagged people the first few times. So I was going to say, every time I've detected that magic, it's always been the exact same size. Yeah. I mean, you're you're eyeing these things, so let's yeah, not sure. say exact same, but um, roughly the same size. Yeah, and this appears to be roughly that same couple, har couple hundred yards across. Okay. Um, kind of everyone vanished. What else did you want to inquire to? Um, I want to know how many people are gone. And I want to know what notable NPCs are left. But whether I ask this of this crowd of people that have been gathered or have just worked it out through the day from, you know, going sure. to check in on people. So the notable NPCs that left is probably going to be easier to do. Um, Mother Elise is gone. Father Owen is not. He's still around. He's now the highest ranking cleric in town. Oh, okay, um, definitely need to go and talk to him then. Yep. Uh, he's been gathered here as well. You can speak to him here. The two town guards disappeared, uh, where they were probably doing a patrol through that area when everything vanished. Uh, and all the people in the Storybrook Inn are gone. And the Storybrook Inn happened to be filled with the nobles and knights that lived south of the rivers, whose yeah. people abandoned and fled. And they have like can't come into town because they don't want to live outside in the woods by themselves anymore. So they were all in town. So there's a a few nobles, a couple of families, and a couple of knights who were in there that just vanished with them. Uh, but that leaves plenty of people here. Most of the noble families uh, that live in Shirebrook are all here. Those that live north of the rivers are still around because they weren't in town at the time. Um, so most of the nobles are still here. You've got Father Owen. You've got a few other clerics. Where are their names? Did, um, did Twin Tower leave with his family? Yep, he and his wife booked it. Okay. The other nobles. Um, Brother Loris. He's now Father Loris. Um, he's still around. And I guess Brother Frederick is still around too. But they're not too important. Are they level one cleric? Like, are they clerics or are they not? Are they just priests? Um, brother and sister are priests. Oh, okay. uh, father and mother are clerics. Um, Rohana's still around, of course. Let's see. None of the smiths or jewelers were taken. Maybe some of the jewelers, because they were in the mar main market square. Um, uh, well, if the jewelers are gone, does that mean their shops are empty? Like, currently un unutilized 
plethoras of gems? Um, yes. Well, they were earlier in the day. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. That is uh, with all the, the refugees and all the confusion going on, um, someone, a few people had that idea already, and their shops have been ransacked and looted. Uh, there must have been a lot of wealth in that, right? Yep. Like thousands of gold, right? Yep. Uh, a lot of looting has occurred. Lots and lots of looting. All the buildings that have been abandoned have been <laughs> looted by the swarms of uh, starving people who just need some money to get go to get by. Looks like we found ourselves a tusk. Yes. Yeah. So you can ask any questions of the people assembled. If you have anything you'd like to ask of them, or we can go on to the next day. Well, I defer to Landslide. Does he have anything? Um... What's the right word? Motivational to say to all these people. No. Um, he seems like not the sort of person to try and motivate people. He is more of a, you know, collecting information and then dispensing orders and not giving a shit about how people feel feel about the things that he's issuing. Um, okay. He's a, a no nonsense, straight to business sort of guy. I'll ask him in front of everyone then. Angus, since you represent the Count here, what will be done of this? Have you sent message to the to our liege? Mm, of course. I've already sent off word on by horseback. Let them know what's going on. And what did you recommend to him? I made no recommendations. Just word that a great horror had befallen the town detailing it, and <clears throat> a note that we have <clears throat> useful people on hand that are experienced with this matter and will help us oversee it. Okay, well, that sounds fair. Uh, Father Owen, would you care to say anything, since I believe you now represent the clergy in this town? The 54-year-old man bows his head and slowly shakes it back and forth and says, oh, I believe there's only one person who could be responsible for these horrors that we've seen. I've been telling I'm you people this. for years and years the only true way to salvation in this world is by embracing a stare and, and look what you've done. This flagrant disregard for law and order has caused the rise of dark clerics of Malchus or or some servants of his in one form or another to 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 cause this sort of mess do you believe that this could be the work of Malchus directly directly I don't know if you do much stargazing father Owen but Malchus's um well, my friend Van is the expert, but I, I I gather his stars are missing from the night sky. Yes, yes. It is possible, although unlikely, the gods have not vanished from the sky in very long, long time. Tell me, do you have any way of speaking to gods that aren't astir? I am closest with he. The others, it is not so direct as 
knocking on someone's door and asking a few questions. Evidently. Um, I don't suppose Astar is good friends with Chis. I wouldn't categorize any of the gods' friendships as friends, or relationships as friends. Uh, do you have some particular... Well, if you'd not noticed, my friend Van Helsink has disappeared along with everyone else. Yes, a great loss for the community. Well, I feel if anyone's watching him, it should be Chis. Maybe she knows something about what's happened. Hmm. I, I suppose all the gods would, but that sort of dialogue is is not possible. They are beings of a divine nature, uh, and that sort of communication does not happen. What good is all our knowledge if we can't access it? Blasphemy! Without them, you would not be standing where you are today. If not for... I, I apologize, Father Owen. Please, we're all feeling quite heated here. I apologize. The six foot six cleric takes a few steps back and folds his hands in his robes and mutters six to himself. Six. Yeah, he's tall. Okay. Father Owen, I, I don't have any particular need of you right now, but would you prepare to help me in my investigations as time moves on? We must all band together. It is the very nature of a stair that we work in order and work together. It is good to see you finally come into the fold, young man. Indeed. Well, I think strong law and order is what we'll need here if we are to rise from these ashes. Hmm. Hmm. Excellent. Yes. Law and order are the only things that will save us in this dark hour. I, uh, I start speaking and give a look to Landslide, like, should I stop? Am I out of town? But continue and say, um, noble families of Shirebrook, I'm sure... You all realize the seriousness of this situation. And you also realize the position we found ourselves in recently is a dire one. It pains me to come to you cap in hand, but the treasury is bare. And many of you have wealth stashed away for generations. I can only promise you that the will of the town would be to pay you back every penny. But if ever this town needed you, it's now. And anything you can spare would be a great help. One of these noble family representatives steps up and says, What are you asking? That we empty our pockets and hand it over to you? A not, lowly not commoner? To... <laughs> not to me, but to the town. To the treasury. Landslide here will make sure it's only used in the best way. How's about this? Sir, who is this guy talking to me? Um... Where's the family name? This is... Uh, this would be uh, Lord Sashbra. Lord Sashbra? Mm -hmm. How about this? For every gold coin you can pledge, I will match this. He's silent for a moment, um, and I slowly gives to, you a nod. I turn to the other families and say, whilst my own coffers are limited to an extent, I will extend this offer. You will not be alone in your generosity. 
A show of good faith. Lord Sashpra speaks up again. As long as Angus Landslide here is overseeing the coffers, fine. I can assure you that I have nothing but the rightful law and order of this town at my heart of my interests, Father Owen. Okay. Very well. I shall leave this collection basket here. I must return to my studies. But should any of you require any assistance, please do not hesitate to knock on my door and I will be uh, much more forthcoming than the previous inhabitants of said tower. Uh, one of the other nobles speaks up, saying, Am I right in that you're taking Aldrich's place? For now, Are you the I... new Ark wizard in town? Well, uh, Baron Twintower, however short-lived, had recommended me for the his replacement, but that is obviously oh. a decision for the Count, for the Queen. Look, it's not Unbelievable! My Unspeakable! Nonsense! Well, Son of a merchant becoming Baron? There's more to life than titles and how you were born. But... Of course he would say that. By the will of the, the law of the land, the will of the gods, I'm sure the right man will take his seat on that chair. I say, motioning towards the throne. Now, if you will, I must return to my studies, but like I said, I will be... I intend to fill Aldrich's role and more. If you have any questions or require guidance, um, I'll, my door is always open. I'm happy to help in any way I can. If any of you have strong sons who can fight, I would be interested to speak to them. There's a, a muttering that goes through the crowd. Someone speaks up and says, And what do you plan to do with these sons and this money? Raise an well, army? That, re that remains to be seen. That is a possibility. First, we must work out what it is we are dealing with. Is this the work of Malchus himself, in which case all the swords in the land probably aren't going to help? Or is this, as I have suspected for some time, the work of some foul beast living in the mountains? If it is a beast, then perhaps we can take action and slay it before more lives are lost. A low grumble rumbles through the crowd, but no one speaks up again. Turn and nod to Landslide, like, went all right. Uh, you can make your exit as Landslide continues to talk about nuts and bolts of things that are not interesting to us right now. Right, I, I, I walk up to the collection box and take a large handful of gold and pour it in, like maybe somewhere between 50 and 100 gold. Uh, Alright, you want to roll me d50 plus 50? Yes. 95 gold. Alright. Dump 95 gold into some box. Yeah. Get the party going. It's all, all right. gonna be mine eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And um, <clears throat> you know what? I know it's a little bit short for our first segment, but why don't we go to break right now? And when we come back from break, Malachi, you're gonna be doing what? When we come back, I will be taking stock of all of the fighting men. Hmm. And I will be um, I don't know. I need to give it some thought. All right. We'll see you guys on the other yeah. side of our break. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes Arcadia. 
So, what are you up to? Alright, well, that night, I go in... Maybe the first night, I don't uh, just open a book and start reading. I want to look through Aldrich's library and try and categorize books into order of importance that I should be reading them. Right? So, Mm -hmm. see, like, does he have a book on the Shadow Plane, for example? You know, does he have a book specifically on the Curse of the Shadow Mountains? Like, if either of them are around... They're definitely no more priority. But I'm just going to sort of build myself a reading list that I'm going to go through over the course of the next few weeks. Okay. And <clears throat> I need to think of a way to contact them if they're still alive. Or at least find out if they're alive. Clairvoyance and clairaudience only work by location, right? Yes, I believe so. What about? I only thought of this last night. I just remembered. So you know, I know that I know that this this lair, right? So I can clairvoyance the lair, can't I? Mm-hmm. What if I want to clairvoyance two hundred feet directly above the lair? Hmm. Five hundred feet directly above it. So that's still a fixed location, but. I don't know if it works like that because, well, who knows? I think that's fair because I think if you were in a room that you've never been in before and it has a door, you could clairvoyance to the other side of the door. Even though you've never seen the other side of the door, you should be able to say, you know, three feet beyond me. I think that's fair. Okay, right. So let's spend some time thinking about what spells we need for today. And have a look through our spellbook and see if there's anything that we think might be able to track Van. Hmm. Tracking people on other planes. How well, assuming we assuming he's on another plane. Right. Um so my only scrying spells are clairvoyance and clairvoyance. And they can't view people, they can only view specific locations. So really what I need is Van's reflecting pool spell. Mm-hmm. which I doubt Father Owen is going to be able to cast. Right, because it was like a fourth level spell. Do I know enough about Van's spells to make that call? Or does it, should I maybe ask Father Let's Owen? Take a look. Um, so you would know approximately when Van was able to cast Reflecting Pool, and that's only fairly recently. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it stands to reason that Father Owen is not nearly strong enough cleric to cast that spell. Okay, so I think back to what Van told me about it, and it acts like a crystal ball, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my ancient history archaeology check and Aldrich's library, is there any way that there's a crystal ball knocking around somewhere in Eridon that maybe could be found? Ooh. Very solid question. Yes, I thought so. Why don't you give me an ancient history check? We'll see we're how doing, it goes. We're doing plus now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're going all the way to two point Neil, so things Look plus. Twenty one. <laughs> just barely. <laughs> just barely. Uh yes. You are aware that there is that supposedly the Queen's top wizard advisor 
Uh, ah, whose name I know. Ball. His name is. Damn it! I did right. It's like Keldon or something like that. Kedlin. I write that down. Maybe I deleted it. But it's 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 like Keldon or something, right? His name. Something like that. I think. Kedlin, maybe. Okay, so he's got a crystal ball. He's unlikely to want to give it up, though. So uh, that... Not only unlikely, but there's no way in hell. Yeah. So, so that is is the crystal ball that powerful that it's kind of like an artifact of the crown? No, this is his personal. It's his personal object. Yeah. Okay, so now what about how do we? How does one create a crystal ball? Now I I know where I'm leading with this. There's a spell called Magic Mirror, which creates a crystal ball-like effect. Now, I imagine a crystal ball gets created by casting permanency. Yeah, you would need enchant an item, magic mirror, permanency. Okay, so maybe I read about this magic mirror spell. And sure. I want to start thinking about maybe how I would research that spell, because that would allow me to scry on Van, right? No matter uh, where he is. That's what you think so far, yes. Yeah. So I want to scout out Aldrich's library and see if he's got the books required to research that spell. Let's take a look. Aldrich's library... There is our little... Say Aldrich's library. I mean mine. Until Aldrich comes to take it back. Yeah, of course. The only way Aldrich's coming back is if I fish him out of the ocean and cast Animate Dead on him. Or if someone else fishes him out of the ocean and casts Animate <laughs> Dead on him. Or if he was so traumatized by his death that he raises as a, a revenant yeah. or something. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. He could be walking through the ocean right now. I mean, you did... Some off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't remember the um the requirements for a revenant, but it's pretty stringent, isn't it? Well, it was when it was rules as written, but now that it's two point Neil, anything goes. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so you would need a library with the value of six thousand GP to research a fourth level spell. Is that what Magic Mirror is? Yes. Okay. So you get a pretty good feeling right away that Aldrich's library is nowhere near complete enough to research that. Um, at best, Aldrich's library is... It should be level 3, right? Because he's, he's researched level 3 spell. Yeah. Aldrich's library at best is worth 4,000 gold. Okay. So or, it's not a lot. Yeah. What about... It, you know, the books that survived in the Griffin Tower... Ah, yeah, those were a lot of books. If you brought those over here, that's probably enough. That's probably enough okay. knowledge combined to to be able to do what you would need to do. So or you'd to have to find them. another library that's less difficult to access. You know, if I had another library that I could visit, mm -hmm. they don't. All the books don't need to be together, right? Could I do the research between the two libraries? Maybe. Like, if it was as easy as going to Thornwood and visiting the library there. I think the, the issue is that you would, you'll would you probably need to be cross-referencing books while you're doing this. So you might need to have both books 
present at the same time just for efficiency's sake. Otherwise, the process might, you know, quintuple in time length. You've yeah. got to, like, go to Thornwood to jot down these notes and then come back over here. And, oh, wait, shit, I actually needed this thing that I didn't realize. And you, you really do need all the books in one spot to properly do this. Okay. So that that tower in Rockwave, or in Talon, sorry, mm -hmm. is a good source of books. Very good source of books. I haven't researched spells before, but it takes weeks, right? I mean, we're it's talking two weeks per spell level to research a spell. So um, even if I had all of the books today and rolled well, we'd be looking at two months. Yes. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that maybe isn't a quick enough solution to save Van, given that he's probably already been eaten by the dragon. <clears throat> okay. Thinking about this, I will go to sleep because there is investigations to be done tomorrow. Okay, and the first night passes. So let's take... I can talk this through now. Let's take two magic missiles. No more nap. I wonder if Father Owen's got a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Detect magic. Um... Maybe I won't detect magic twice. Mm. Nah, just what I'll do. Pull a spray. There's gotta be a little bit more dead air than usual because yeah, it'll probably have the same dead air that we do with Georg in Dice okay. of Death. Right. Um, I think everyone here is familiar with that sort of thing, which is fine. All right, good. Just getting used to yes, all the yes. Obviously going to need invisibility. Obviously going to need ESP. Forget. This is where the dragons attack us, and I've got all of these spells. Mirror image. That's a really good one, that mirror image. Oh, I love spell. How many spells can you memorize of each level? Four, four, three, and two. A lot of spells. It's pretty good, yep. Let's go for... Hmm. Well, I'll try the... Dispel magic, just in case. I feel like we've already tried that, but... You have 55 spells, dear god. I am well learned. Yeah, you are. Don't forget though. I mean, I've bought spells from Joris. Yep. For a yep. lot of gold, you know, I'm, I'm, I made effort. Yep, you've done a great job of collecting spells. Uh, Considering I only had one wizard's book, other than like other than my own that I killed and took until very recently. Mm -hmm. That was that uh, foot smuggler guy. Um, maybe I should take Clairvoyance twice. Is Clairvoyance the viewing one? Yes. Yeah. Baronians is the... Uh, voyance for viewing, audience for audible. There you go. Pulling myself. My, I've still got stones to get up, haven't I? I believe so. Yeah. Find my... Oh god, I need a new binder! Oh, oh no! no. I don't think I've got any gases to cast. 
has some spells for today. Okay. So first thing to do is to head down to the town square and cast Detect Magic and try and see if I, I'm getting a similar illusion-based aura. And presuming, because I'm here sooner this time, if there's anything new to learn. Uh, correct. There is the large aura, out the same size as before. Uh, looking around, you this area is still fairly empty. Um, it seems like people are hesitant to walk through the center of Town Square now. The, the side streets are packed, and this kind of center area is fairly empty. Uh, on the other hand, the housing crisis is almost over. Um, all these wonderful houses and inns and taverns are empty and no one wants to go in them. So all the people that were uh, homeless at the time now have places to go. Have they paid for them? No. I assume they just moved in. All right. Yeah. Now that I'm here, I'm going to check out the any gem. Any um, merchants that may have had expensive stuff. You find doors hanging on hinges... Uh, and the insides of these places fairly badly damaged. It looks like as soon as people realized this area was devoid of people, that the looters came in and stripped it clean. Mm. The house next door to one of these jewelers is that inhabited by a refugee. Yep. <clears throat> I'll go knock on his door. Oh, wait, detect magic. Is it illusion? Oh, 10% chance. 80%. 80%, yeah, 10% per level. Uh, yes, it is the same illusion school. And there's nothing new to be learned from it? No, it no, it's before. more or less the same as you saw before. Scouring the floor, do I see any strange patterns? No. <sighs> Damn it. Alright, I go knock on this guy's door. Okay. The door opens up, and there's a, a timid man, a little bent over, older, looking at you, uh, you know, from his hunched position. Hello? Hello there. Are you not going to invite me in? Such a lovely home you have here. Please, come in. Thank you. Are you the, the one they call um, Lord Malachi? That is correct. Uh, does it just lock like this? I say, locking the door behind me. Sit down. He sits uncomfortably. Uh, you can see the shape of a few children standing behind him on the other side of a counter, peering their heads over the corner of it. What did you say your name was? Bob. Bob. You seem like a, a good man, Bob. Live uh, south of the city, did you? Fled the... Um... The strange happenings. Y yes, my lord. The, the village nearby us just disappeared one day. Uh, Trying to protect your family. Of course, yes. I, I, too many weird things have been going on. Had to get you, out of there. And, you'd do uh, anything to protect your family, wouldn't you, Bob? Uh, of course, my lord. That's what I thought. I can trust you. Right? Lord? 
Do you know who lives next door? Or who did live next door? No, sir. I... I just came in last night. Figured it was better than... Sleeping outside. The, the little ones need... You know, they haven't had a good night's sleep in months. You've never been to the house next door, then? Oh, no, no, sir. No. Um... Don't panic here, Bob. I just call it an insurance policy, and I, I cast ESP. <laughs> sure. All right. So you've you said you've never been next door, Bob, right? You uh, you must be struggling for for money. Times are lean, yes, sir. Uh, through his surface thoughts, he's like, "Oh my God, what is going on? Does he know? Does he know?" Ah. Lean, Bob. Are you sure you didn't... I'm sure you haven't paid a visit next door. You know, there, there's a lot of uh, interesting things there. Now, I wouldn't be mad. Like you said, a man will do anything to protect his family. But those things are the... Uh, well, they're the property of the barony. What, what things, sir? Gems. Gold. Oh, you mean that next door? I thought you meant the the, the house uh, on the other side. Oh, that's easy mistake to make, Bob. I'd now look, I'd hate to see your children live on the street because you were hanging from the gallows. His face visibly drains. So how's about you go and get me the gold and the gems that you took? I know you took them, Bob, but it's fine. Go and bring them to me here, and we'll discuss your options. Go on. He shakily gets up out of his chair. Um, goes over to where the kids are behind the counter. Puts his arms around them for a moment. Whispers something to them. Pats one of them on the head. And proceeds to head upstairs. I, I'm reading his thoughts, so... Uh, I might know what he said to the kids. His thoughts are... Mostly fear. Uh, and a little bit of panic and a, a great love for his children who he does not want to be seen he does not want yeah. to see be turned into pinatas um, so he comes, does he bring me the loot yep um, okay. no so as you're reading his thoughts as he goes upstairs and you're trying to follow him with the um, the ESP spell you yeah. you get to the you're reading his thoughts as he is prying up a floorboard floorboard um, and then you catch these surface thoughts of well I could probably just leave a few here maybe I should move these other ones I'll, I'll just put them but under the pillow as he says that I shout up the stairs all of them Bob well, of course my lord I'll just, put, I'll just swallow one um, <clears throat> okay I'll let him swallow one <laughs> uh, and then he comes back downstairs his shirt uh, pulled up and then like Things dumped in it. Okay, so I put them on the put them on the table. There, there you go, my lord. There, I, I was worried that some scoundrel might take them, and you know, I, I've got kids to feed, and they, they. Of course, no one. You know, you've done a good thing here, Bob. You've secured these for the uh, for the crown and for the barony, and well, I must say, I owe you a debt. And I'll let you keep that one that you swallowed. I say, give him a look. How much do you figure's here, Bob? What, you, what, what does it look like all of this is worth? Uh, I, I'm just a builder, my lord. I, I don't really... Okay. Well, I think it looks like it's worth about 
what? We talking hundreds of gold? Yeah, easily. Okay. Did you take it all, Bob, or was there anyone else? There, there were a few other others, my lord. I, I, I got what I could. Well, so the golden was good. I could use an honest man like you, Bob. Now, how's about this few hundred gold here? I'll leave you 20% of it. And you can keep this house. This is your house now, as far as I'm concerned, because whoever the fuck lived here before, well, he doesn't need it anymore, does he? So this is your house now, Bob. And 20% of this, that's your gold. But things don't come free in this world, Bob. I'm going to need you to do a few things for me. The first thing I'm going to need you to do for me is give me a list of all of the other people who stole from that jewelers. He nods. Right. right, so I take out a pen. Names. He uh, looks around uncomfortably. Um, Gary. Gary. What's... He just starts listing the people that he saw. Uh, he mentions there was a few people that he didn't recognize. They looked like sailors. Um, okay. Like he gives you the descriptions and the names of the other people that he did know. Uh, nah. It seems that they were all of the refugee um, persuasion. Yeah, thanks for this, Bob. You know, is there anyone in your group who's maybe a little bit more uh, knowledgeable in this kind of thing than yourself? A hardened hmm? thief, maybe. No, you know, sir. I don't. I don't hang out with any thieves at all. In his mind, he's going like, "Fucking Gary, he's gonna get me killed." So it's Gary. Gary, then. Gary's the thief. Okay. <laughs> how do you? How are you doing that? Uh oh, did he crash? Did I crash? <gasps> you there? Uh, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Back now. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I say to Gar I say to Bob. Bob, I'm an honest man. You've got nothing to worry about as long as you keep on my good side. Your kids will remain fed. Your wife will Dead remain beautiful. Already. Oh, well. Commiserations. I'll get you a new wife if you want. <laughs> hey, with uh, all this gold, you can get yourself a new wife. Uh, I. Oh. Uh... Alright. Thanks for the names. Uh, you enjoy yourself. I'll uh, be seeing you soon. I, I take the other 80% of the gems. Now this morning then, I want to I wanna loop around everyone on this list and claim back the gold that I took. Anyone living in a house with children, I'll let them keep the house and let them keep 5% of the wealth they took. I'll gather all the rest up and then after all that's done, I assume that that's a trivial task to an extent. Sure, uh, this is a task that you're doing by yourself? Yes. Unless yeah. it's like unless it's like fifty names, in which case no. Uh, it's like eight names. Yeah, so um, I'll do it myself. Plus th four people that he didn't know. Okay, but I'm my, the last port of call is Gary. Okay, let's just let me make some rolls, see if all of these things go really well or if they don't go. In fact, why don't you just make me um, seven charisma checks at charisma plus five. For your intimidating wizardy nature. I gonna say I should get some sort of intimidation bonus. Yeah, well, everyone's a little bit terrified of the person who's been predicting this for years or for a year. How many did you say? 
Seven. Two, Two fails. Two fails. All right. So we're just going to deal with the fails then. Uh, Wait, the other ones all give up their wealth. That's, that's only six. Ah, three fails. Okay. Uh, oh, so wait, no, first... no. Two, two fouls, my bad. There was a, there was a 30 at the start. Yeah. Um, the first guy that you fail, uh, let's see, it is a lady named Cleo. And when you start coming around and being like, I know you're at this jeweler shop, whatever it is, uh, she just turns and runs. Just bolts the other direction. <clears throat> uh. Hmm... Well, I'll, uh, is the, uh, I don't know, I was going to say I'll web her, but that didn't work out that well last time. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's not a good idea. Um, I mean, do I have time to color spray her? No. No, she turns and runs, and color spray only extends five feet, so. All right, then. Well, I'll cast Polymorph Self and, you know, fly ahead of her and then <laughs> reappear in front of her. Doesn't Polymorph Self leave you reeling for one round after you change? Yeah, it, it does. So if you uh, no. fly ahead of her, then when you Polymorph back, you'll just be like, ah, for a moment. No, no, it takes a round to change. It doesn't leave you reeling for a round afterwards. Okay. Maybe, oh, that's Dimension Door. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'll try and use that to capture her, and if I do, I will arrest her. Yes, so you can Polymorph yourself into a bird, fly past her, tracking her in the streets appear in front of her somewhere um, or, you know, land ahead of her and pff, polymorph back. It takes uh, a whole yeah. round to switch? Yeah. Yeah. I will hit her with my to staff. switch both ways? I think it just says you take a round to, to change form. It's like an action to change form, basically. So I think you can't do anything on the round that you turn. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So uh, you reappear before her, and then let's just roll initiative for the next round, because she flips when she sees you. <laughs> all right. You know, appear like oh. a bird darts down in the sky, and then all of a sudden the bird turns into Malachi. Are we going to be doing uh, proper initiative now? We will be doing proper initiative, yeah. All right. I'm going to stuff, uh, stuff this bitch. Seven. All right, so you appear before her. Uh, she throws on the brakes, skids to a stop, and then begins to back away from you. Uh, the other people in the street stop what they're doing and turn to look. You know, the, you can even see the people way back in the direction that you came are still looking around, looking for the the bird that Malachi turned into. All right, um, I, I'll shout to the crowd then, apprehend her. Ooh. The whole crowd? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a few people stand by nervously, but three folks jump her. Um, Good. It looks like three men, one from either side of the street and one coming from behind her, just tackle her and collapse into a pile on the ground. She's kicking and shouting and scratching at them. Okay, good. I'll grab her and well, I have them take her with me to the guards, to the nearest guard, mm -hmm. and I'll get there, and I say, lock her in the dungeon. I'll interrogate her later. She hangs tomorrow. Uh, the guards drag her away. Yes. 
All right, cool. I go. The second guy failed. I'll do something similar if it, if it goes a similar way, or if maybe yep. he tries. Yeah, a to similar thing. He starts to. You start asking him questions, and he just turns and runs. Okay. So I lock these two up in the dungeons, and I will um, deal with them later. Um. Yeah, you probably still have your polymorph lasts for 160 minutes. So yeah, you can. <clears throat> this shouldn't be too hard. Sure. Okay. Um, and the third person. No, there's only two fails. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah not a problem. Okay. Then. So after that, I will go and see Gary. All right. Uh, Expecting Gary to be a real thief. Um, I will show him a little bit more respect. So I'll. Do I know where to find him? Yes. Uh, Bob lets you know that Gary tends to hang down, hang out da- down by the docks. And sure enough, you find him down there. He is uh, playing some dice games with a couple of sailors. He's got a big smile on his face and a, a tankard full of whiskey, or a tankard full of ale in his hand. Uh, but as you approach, everyone on the docks gets a little bit quiet. And the, the dice game stops as everyone turns to face you. Sorry to interrupt your game, gentlemen. Uh, may I have a word with Gary here, in private? <laughs> uh, Don't Gary. worry, Gary. Don't run, I'd hate to have to chase you. He cinches up his pants and starts collecting his coins off the, the docks and heads over towards oh. you. You sit down, Gary. This, uh, this chap here will move. I say, and get the guy playing the, the dice game to move so I can take a seat and talk to... Gary. All the people playing the dice game get up and walk away. That's uh, right. And a, maybe a, a 10 meter radius around you clears out. <clears throat> so, Gary. Uh, now, first uh, things first. Uh, full disclosure here. I know what you were up to yesterday. And I think, honestly, it's a little bit much to be stealing a man's wealth the day after he was, you know, presumably eaten by some dragon. But, you know, we've all done some bad things here and there. I'm not here to judge you. I mean, come on, he's not stealing when they're dead. Yeah, no, no, there's some truth to that. And if the, I wasn't uh, going to do it, someone else would, so, you know. Some, somebody else did. Now, here's the deal, Gary. I need someone with your particular set of skills to help me run this town. And He visibly relaxes. Oh, here I thought I, I was going to be strung up on my heels. No, not well, not yet at least. Now, let's how about we make a deal? I let you keep half of that wealth that you took yesterday. Now I'll know if you shift uh, shaft me on this one, Gary. You keep half of it, and you be my eyes and ears amongst the the rabble. And if I need you for something, then you'll do it for me. And there will be other rewards, but you'll have to trust me on that. And what sort of guarantee do I got that you're not just going to take everything I got and hang me up anyway? How do I know you're going to keep your end of this deal? You don't really have any guarantees, Gary, other than the fact that if I wanted you dead, you'd already be dead. Now, I I don't doubt that. Everyone else that was involved in this thievery has done as I asked, or will find themselves hanging by tomorrow morning. So, that's your choice. You get a slightly better deal, because I know that you're a skilled 
Mom. That's why I'm letting you keep Hoss. <laughs> You're the first person to ever call me that. I've known uh, men like you in my time, and it certainly takes some skill. Well, appreciate that distinction, Lord. Uh, what sort of pay does this come with? You know. Well, you tell me. How much did you steal? I didn't steal nothing. I found mm -hmm. some well, amount. Well, I assume half of what you found, you know, you return half of what you found to the treasury, where it belongs, and I will let you keep the other half as a down payment for the next, what, month? Depends uh, how much you do. You wouldn't be the man if you weren't trying to take half of what was mine. Typical That's government. Funny. It's about time you paid some taxes, Gary. <laughs> paying taxes my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Good. So, your first task, then. That isn't the only jewelers in town. I'm sure there's great much wealth that's been stolen from those merchants. Your goal is to return as much of it as you can to me. Merchants. Tavern got hit pretty hard. Uh, the inn. Storebrook Inn had a whole safe... A whole uh, little strong box got snagged. Right. Well, well you find it, then. You bring it back to me, and we'll split what's left. Not 50-50, mind, but... Uh, you want me to get these things, I'm going to need some... some help. And money like that leaves town real quick. Okay. You want, it, you, uh, you want it all collected for you, I'm going to need a... I'm going to need some enforcers. Well, I look around the docks. Seems to be plenty of men here. Is there enough men here that you can trust? If you had the gold to pay them. Alright, yeah. Uh, we ain't gonna get hassled by the town guard, are we? Not as long as you stick to my lines of inquiry. Well, it might take some unorthodox inquiry to get these out of some of these folks. You know, they're uh, sure. real tight-lipped. Well, let's put it this way. Might have to get rough. Gary. The the quieter you can keep it, the easier it makes both of our jobs. Now, um, I'll do what I can, but if you murder someone in broad daylight, there's not much I can do about it. So, no, no, no murder. No, of course not. Well, uh, you know, pulling a couple of teeth, though. Yeah, you do what you've got to do. I mean, if someone's got to die, Curry, you do. You know, you do it. That's he, what it is. He grins broadly. Mind if I take one guard just so that people know I'm. You know, not just a ruffian? No, I don't think so. I don't think you can take the guards. Let's see, what could I give you of mine? How about that staff there? <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you? No, this is mine. I need this to knock some sense into you if you ever try and steal from me again. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, let's see. What can I give this guy? I haven't got my own cravat. Yeah, I've got my... Ah, here you go. I'll give him a continual lightstone. Huh? Turns the rock it's over a, his hand. It's a magical stone. Here, look. Uh, put it under your under your shirt or something. It, it glows bright light. The fuck? What the hell is this shit? <clears throat> now, ain't nobody else in town where you could get one of them. 
So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good. Uh, well, uh, he extends a hand. It was a real pleasure doing business with you. I'll uh, bring in my fifty percent after I collect everyone else's. Uh, bring it all to you in one big fat bag. No, no, no. It's fifty percent of what you already have. The rest. Well, uh, of what I took, right? Because I made some yeah, earnings with some dice since then, and that, that's mine. Yeah, of course. All well, right. You don't want to discuss now. I, what I'm, my point is, Gary, that you don't get fifty percent of everything else that you return. <laughs> Of <laughs> course not. Of course not, my lord. 50%. I'll, I'll put my 50% in the bag first and then collect everyone else's. Okay. You do that then. I'll be checking up on you, what, in a week? <laughs> oh, a couple days maybe. A couple uh, days. Try, I'll swing by the, the keep. Bring yeah. it to you directly. Sounds about right. You can knock on a... Well, I'll leave, I'll leave word with the, the gatekeeper that you to be expected. <laughs> Uh, he stretches okay. his back a little bit. Uh, it's a good day to be Gary. <laughs> I shake his hand and then pull him in real close and whisper, if you try and fuck me on this, Gary, I will see you dead. <laughs> no worries, my lord, no worries. Uh, I know how to climb the ladder just like anyone else. Don't, don't shit up. All the shit flows downhill. That's right. Okay. Let go of his hand and walk away. Right. Turn to your game, gents. You hear Gary start calling over people and uh, start discussing uh, you know, a competition between them to see who's the better brawler so he can pick nice. his captain of his enforcers and starts <laughs> getting his people to work together. Pretty sweet. All right, I like that. Okay, um, so next thing, I'm going to return to the tower and I'm going to try these clairvoyant spells. So I leave a note with the town gatekeeper, say that Gary might come around in the next couple of days and to escort him to my door. Don't let him anywhere else in the keep. Sure. And I will head back up into Aldrich's tower. Okay, you are there. <clears throat> so I will cast clairvoyance 500 feet? No, maybe call it 750 feet above the lair. You are looking down 750 feet? I want to be high enough that if it's in the mountains that I'm above the mountains, so how tall are the mountains? Uh, probably like 3,000 feet. 3, oh, okay. I mean, maybe like, maybe like 3,000 feet then. Okay, so if the lair is like at the bottom of the mountain, you'll still be above it. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So you find yourself well above the Shadow Mountains looking down. Okay. Can I work out from the distance to Shirebrook, New Fort, and Whiteshore whereabouts I am? In the mountains. Hmm. You might mind. be a little bit too high above the mountains to work out a precise location on it. Um, okay. You you look well, like you're maybe two or three thousand feet above the mountains. So with my cartography skill, you know, like mm -hmm. this is a map I will have. So I will try and do the calculations and then cast clairvoyance again at the most uh, clair yeah at the most optimal place to try and pinpoint the location mm. of Okay. Uh, did... Hold on. Uh, did Aldrich have clairvoyance? Yes. Okay, so you have plenty of powdered pineal gland lying around for this spell because you have all of uh -huh. Aldrich's spell components. Yes. Um, 
So why don't we mark down on your sheet that you've got, uh, after the second casting, you've got ten more castings of Clairvoyance. Because at some ten. point you're going to need to get some more powdered pineal gland. All right. So I've got ten more, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So you cast a second Clairvoyance much closer to the mountains, you say? I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, the first time I will look around and try and look at Shirebrook, Newfort, Whiteshore, Lake Mysterium, the Crystal Run. Try and pinpoint whereabouts I am. Now, you said I'm too high. Mm -hmm. So what I will do is I will cast the second one at the required distance to fill in the other gaps in my knowledge and work out exactly where I am. I feel like sure. it shouldn't be that hard between... No, no, but with two spells and 17 in, you can more or less yes. pinpoint the location of the lair. Perfect. All right. Um, Should have thought of this sooner. <laughs> yeah, this is a very good way of going about it. I just need to actually figure out where the hell this is. All right, do you want to draw notes. it? On the map, maybe yeah. I'll put a skull. I will put a marker there. I just need to figure out. Let me look at my notes. See if we can find a skull icon. Surely. Okay, this will work. A little bit big. It is supposed to be. Yeah, you're somewhere around here. It's near the werewolves, no? Yeah, I think the werewolves were in this region somewhere. Okay, where are the bullywogs? Uh, the bullywogs are all along the river. Okay. They just live near the river. Alright, it's pretty good. Uh... Pretty good first discovery. Okay, I like that. Alright, next thing to do is I want to go and see Father Owen. Okay. You can go ahead and find Father Owen. He is in his church, which is packed to the gills. You've never seen the cathedral this filled with worshippers before. Um, and mm. you can hear the the Father's prayer on everyone's lips. Everyone is praising a stare and asking him for guidance and forgiveness and to restore order to the land and you know, do away with all of these terrible things. Do I know where... Uh, you remember the room that Krog broke into that had all of the scrolls in it? That was a different temple, but yes, they're, they're, all the temples have the same layout. Okay. I want to try and go into that room. Uh, is it locked? Yes, it is locked. Okay, I will catch the eye of Father Owen if he sees me around. Uh, uh, Father Owen is currently preaching to the masses. Yeah, so like if I can catch his eye from the other side of the crowd, mm -hmm. and I, I'll uh, I'll like nod at him and leave, and come, I'm going to come back later. Sure. To speak to him, I want to take stock of what scrolls we've got, just in <laughs> case you just in case you want to <laughs> jot that down over the break. 
okay. Because we did have some powerful scrolls. I know that was back right at the start, and you might have thought that some of that was all too powerful then. Now, but... You are certainly stuff. a clever one. Some stuff might be around. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, let's see. I need to do that before I speak to that other guy, but I'll go and check up on him. So I'll go back to the keep, and I'm going to ask one of the uh, servants where the, the Cleric of Malchus is being kept. The Cleric of Malchus is being kept in the jail, in the dungeon. No, remember, that's... I knew I did something else. Oh, no, I that's right. You had him uh, stored in a room. He has a, a guest room in the keep. Yes, so I will go and visit him in his guest room. Okay. I guess I don't need any of this stuff right now. Alright. You find the cleric of Malchus in his guest room. Uh, there is a guard on the door who looks a little bored. Um, you can buy, and he immediately says, This fucker's still in there. Did he? How's instead of peep? Well, he hasn't got a tongue, but. Oh. He hasn't tried anything, right? Gives a shrug. Quiet as a mouse. You've been checking on him? Occasionally. Still lives okay. there as of a couple hours ago. Good. I'd hate to have to hang you if he escaped. <laughs> Come on. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't know what. You don't know what I had to go through to capture this guy. No, I'm, <gasps> I'm, only, I'm only joking. Let me in. He opens the door for you. Okay. Uh, you find the cleric of Malchus sitting cross-legged in the middle of the room, uh, hands outstretched, elbows on his knees, uh, middle fingers and thumbs touching, eyes closed, back straight in some sort of meditation pose. I go and stand in front of him and cough. He ignores you. I cough again. He ignores you. All right, I kick him over. <laughs> he topples backwards and opens his eyes with a wry smile. Ah, you're awake. Ah, <laughs> uh, so here, I'll um grab a piece of paper and hand him a pen. I meant to bring it with me, but I'll go back and get one if I haven't. Sure. Yeah. Uh, give him a piece of paper, pen, motion towards like a, a desk that I assume is there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I ask him, how do you like your new accommodation? He scrawls out a very messy, uh, it's very comfortable. Thank you. Good. I say, um, there's many more rewards to be had if we can work together. But right now, I don't know if you can be trusted. Can you be trusted? Scrawled answer comes, Didn't I tell you we would be working together one day? It seems that you were right on that front. <clears throat> so then, does that, is that a yes? I can trust you? He nods and gives a, a hissing laugh. <laughs> Have you been in contact with Malchus? His head shakes slowly. Do you know anything of what happened in Shirebrook? He yesterday? nods emphatically and scrolls down. Uh, I've overheard the guards talking, and it is better than I could have ever hoped for. Do you think that this is your doing, or at least Malchus's doing? He nods. Okay. Well... 
that's all the questions I have for now. But you're not much use to me without a tongue. Let's consider that the greatest reward that I can come up with. If your tongue were to be restored, do you think we could work together? He scrawls, uh, as long as our goals remain aligned, I feel that we could accomplish great things together. I believe we both want the same thing. What is good for all of Arcadia? Do you want me to be in charge of this town? Of this county? He shrugs Maybe. and writes down, I don't really care. Then I'm not sure we want the same thing. But perhaps we can find smaller goals to work together on. I'll bid you adieu. Um, what did you say your name was? Shit, I just deleted... I just threw away the piece of paper that had his name <laughs> on it because it had all these old notes and had fallen out of my binder. Um, oh god, it's gone. I have no idea what his name is. We're going to give him a new name. Yeah, okay. Maybe uh, I just make up a name for him. <laughs> Since I can't answer. His name... Yeah, he just writes down, call me whatever you like. My name is not important to me. Right then. Van Helsink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will call you Croak. Croak? Very well. I shall speak to you soon. All right. Um, so I'm going to go interrogate the two people I arrested. Try and find out where they'd stashed their, their gold. Um, I'll lie to them and say that they can avoid the gallows if they tell me where it is. What was it? Okay, sorry, I was making note of Croak. Um, what did you just say? Something about gallows? I'll go and interrogate the two people that I arrested and threaten them. I'll say that they can avoid the gallows if they give up where they kept the gold. They uh, both immediately start giving you the location and uh, yelling over each other to who, see who can give you their, the location of their wealth the fastest. Okay, so I send a guard out to go and get it, and once it's confirmed, I'll tell a guard to hang them. To hang them? Yeah. The guard gives you an uncomfortable look and says, my lord, I, I can't... Only a, a count or a, or a king or a, a queen could... Really? ...can order an execution. Then they will stay in the dungeon until such time comes that I have the authority. Very well. Take that gold to the treasury. He nods and hauls off the wealth to the treasury. Alright, I go and deposit all of the gold. Oh no, yeah, all the gold that I collected as well. Okay. So, and while I'm there, I want to take stock of our treasury. <sighs> I'm sure it's run thin. Yes. I don't have a number for you right now. Okay. Um, I will figure that out during in between sessions. I don't suppose that there is magic items in there? No. Okay. Just checking. Alright, yep. Yeah, so I want to know how much gold Shybrook has, uh, having recovered all of this and repatriated 
the gold from the the missing wealthy people. So hopefully that's that's done a lot. And then we're selling some houses as well. So hopefully all of this goes quite a way to increasing our uh, position. So this sounds like most of a day's work. Yeah, but I will about it. I, I will go back and visit Father Owen uh, at the end of the day, and I, I wanna I wanna find out what scrolls we've got. Hey, take a look. I should have all the scrolls still written down from that first time you guys stole them. Yes, Father Owen comes by and says that the wealth of the churches in forms of magical items and scrolls consists of, although he feels very uncomfortable giving you this information, Yeah. a potion of kill giant control, a filter of glibness, um, glibness. some healing spells on a scroll, a cure... Okay. What uh, healing spells? Just like cure, cure critical wounds. wounds. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'll copy and paste this whole list to you. Um, yeah. And I'll just announce it for. I'll just read the whole thing out. So you've got one scroll that has four cure critical wounds on it, one that has cure disease, protection from cold, and protection from dragon breath, one that has dispel evil and sticks to snakes, one that has two neutralized poison poisons and a heal spell. One hold person, cure critical wounds, and blade barrier, and one insect purge and animate object spell. What heal restore lost limbs? I ask Father Owen. Wipe away disease, injury, and the creature. It completely cures all blindness, deafness. It disables Feeble Mind. No, I think you need a regeneration spell. Uh, I think we've spoke about this before, and over time we've had two different answers. What about Rohana? Would that cure her? Because it does say, I think it heals the effects of disease. Um... Father Owen thinks on this hard for a while and then gives you a so slow, soft nod and says, I, I've looked over her wounds myself many times. Uh, her poor, frail state seems to be more uh, damaged from her childhood illness, which this ought to wipe away. Well, Father Owen, I can't cast this myself and I wouldn't dare take it from you, but... Times are dire. Rohanna is a trusted advisor of mine. And I believe Shybrook needs her now more than ever. I can't think of a better use for this heal scroll. Uh, may I counsel patience and guidance? Never know when this might be more useful. I won't take it from you. But maybe you can sleep on it. I will execute your will as the counselor chancellor has suggested this matter will be in your hands but I counsel patience good things come to those who wait my lord tell me this scroll heal what mm -hmm. use is it outside of 
another spell like this cure critical wounds. Most men surely could be saved by the latter. This heals scroll. It's more specific for a great warrior or a long term indeed. damage. I can't think of a better use. If I were to lose an arm, it wouldn't help me. If I were to be brought within an inch of my life, then one of these other spells would do just as well. He nods. Indeed, indeed. I shall bring it to her, and um, would you like to be present? Let's go, now. He nods. Puts all the other scrolls back in their position, uh, proper places. Puts the potions back. Takes this one and heads with you to Rohana's little shop. Father Owen, if you don't mind waiting outside, I'll, I'll come and fetch you in a moment. Stands outside waiting. I'll knock on Rohana's door. Come on in! Comes the cry. Opening the door. I assume she's in, like, a coughing fit or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Malachi, what brings you here? I hope I haven't warranted an arrest. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Well, unless you were stealing from the, uh, the disappeared merchants as well. Of course not. I wouldn't think so. Rohana, we find ourselves in dire times, and I find myself down at least one friend. Only one? Perhaps two. Who can say? The the ranger, well, he was trying at times, but I suppose he meant well. We probably could do with him now. Alas, it doesn't matter. He's gone. At least for now. Rohana, and I need... I need a, a true friend, someone I can rely upon. Someone to look after things in my stead if I find myself away from town. And... Why, well, Malachi, are you asking me to be your friend? I believe we're already <coughs> friends. Rohana, I'm asking you to be my... Chancellor? I thought you were going to say something else for a moment. Uh, of course! I would be a fool to say no. Indeed. However, I do worry how all this extra stress, on top of the stress of managing your store, will play upon your your health. I'm sure you've grown quite used to your condition. But... Um, it bequeaths me to do something for you now that it is within my power. Please, I know I know what you're going to say. You're going to tell me not to go through with it, but sit down and uh, let me just... I'll be right back. Go outside. Father Owen, you can come in now. Father Owen steps in. Rahana looks to you, confused, looks to him. Uh, Owen, what, what's the meaning of this? gives you a look and produces a squirrel from his sleeve and says Lady Rohana please just sit still for a minute would you 
This won't hurt, I, I think. Hopefully not. It Wait, might hurt, this... I, I don't know. Is this dangerous, Owen? Could this... This couldn't kill you, right? Uh, I mean, it should heal her. Yes. No, I just... I remember a story of a cleric casting a scroll that was very powerful and it resulted in his death. That might have been the particular scroll, though. That is a good question. I don't know if I have a chance to fail it just because I'm a lower level caster. Uh, I, I probably should... shouldn't have mentioned it. Probably not. It would have been much better for you had you <laughs> let it just happen. Just use force of will, Father, and if you believe it to be true, I'm sure you'll be fine. Of course, of course. Let me just double check the rule books. Potion scrolls. La 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 la. La 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 la. Yeah, how old is she? She's not like 80 Rohana, is she? No, no, no. She's barely older than you. She's 28. Perfect. Good. Okay. I'll make a, my fighter. Uh, okay, there is a... So, the, depending on the difference in the caster level, there's a chance for failure or a chance for a reverse or harmful effect. How... So, awesome. How chancy. How chancy, though? Like, what um, are the chances this is going to kill Rohana? I gotta figure out what level heal is and what level... Um, What's his face is? I think okay. heals level six. I think so too. I just need to double check. Yeah, heals level six, which means you need to be what level caster to cast level six spell? God, I gotta look that up too. Thirteen or eleven, maybe. Pretty high. Yeah, this might not be a great idea, actually. Uh, priest, priest. No, that's paladin. Priest, 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 priest. Da, 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 da. Eleven. Eleven? Uh, yeah. Okay. And Father Owen is level. Level. Like level five or something. Let me get the exact age though. Shirebrook Secrets. Father Owen is level... Where is it? Slow... Level four. Ooh. So that is a... Seven level difference. Yeah, that's quite a lot. <clears throat> um, that is... Well, you wouldn't know, but... So, you're going to roll a d100. You want to roll as close to the middle as possible, because the, the very high and the very low is where the negative, uh, the fail or negative effects happen. Would the negative effect be harm? In which case, reduce it to 1d4 HP, so it wouldn't kill her. Hmm. Or would it be like she's dead? sec some of those scrolls we've got though are pretty good if we were to fight the dragon dispel evil oh hold on no i misread this table here the chance of failure 
is 5% per level difference between... And then if it fails, then there's a chance on the table. Okay, so it's a, what do we say, 7 level difference? 35%. Yeah, so give me a d100 and roll above 35. I still can't think of a better use. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, a deep blue, almost purple light begins to surround Rohana as Father Owen touches her gently on the forehead and while encanting loudly the scroll on the spell. The spell on the scroll. Um, Rohana begins to cough and wheeze horribly, ending in a, a large gasp of air as the purplish, bluish light fades around her. And that last gasp comes out rather smoothly. And then she starts breathing tentatively, and her eyes kind of change from one of agony to one of surprise as she. It worked! It worked! I, got, I embrace her. She half-heartedly embraces you, a little more stunned and not quite sure what to do. Uh, Father Owen takes a few steps back with a, a proud look on his face. Thank you, Father Owen. Thank you. Of course. I, I would like to... Mm, if you don't mind, lady, I would like to uh, inspect you to make sure that... To, to document exactly how... This happened. It's not every day such a miracle is performed. Uh, I would like to, if you don't mind. Um, she acquiesces and then asks you what she would you would like her to do as her your chancellor. All right, let me think. But uh, so I think I remember Rohana had this illness because she rolled really low constitution. Is that right? Um. So in okay. mechanical terms, I gave, she rolled like crappy con, and so I yeah. built the lore that she had decent con and then was stricken with illness, and now her con's restored. Yeah. So does this mean now she's got normal con again? Yeah, I guess I have to roll con for Rohana. Nice. Don't roll like four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we roll 11. Okay, cool. So she got more HP and stuff. No. I guess, yeah. Alright. Well, I say as Father Owen's checking her over, I say I, I haven't got anything in mind right now, but I just want to make sure you were in position. If I have to leave town suddenly or at some point, then I trust my power over to you until I return. If you have any ideas on how we can track the missing people or secure the town's position. Is I'd... Chancellor Landslide be... Is he aware of your... of this decree? Um, he said I could do what I wanted, so... Hmm. It's um, no problem to him if I name you my advisor. Okay. As Chancellor, Rohana, you'll recall uh, the other day me asking you if you could identify something for me. I would 
I, of course the town would reimburse you, and I could provide you a pearl. I think, <laughs> in this situation, why don't we call it doing a friend a favor? Thank you. Well, uh, when you're finished, Father, when Father Owen's finished, I'll go over the details. Sure. So I think maybe I'll spend the night here with her. Um, she can cast a spell in the morning when she's learnt it. Mm -hmm. And I'll inform her of, you know, everything I know. Sort of like bring her up to speed, like tell her I've worked out where the lair is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sort of go through my theories about the, the plane. I'll talk more with her about what she actually saw when she read Georg's mind. And if it at all matches up with what we saw in the in the uh, in the town square, yes, um, the various reports seem to be a similar sort of grayish mist. Um, the The difference being what this this Georg fella saw was saturated or desaturated of color. Whereas here in town, there people could still see the colors on signs or on armor or whatever. People's so faces. I theor theorize that perhaps Georg was on this other plane. Mm. And he found this phylactery. And perhaps it's a force from said plane that took the people. Mm. But then I, I, I take out my map and point to the location... It seems like its lair is on this plane. Um, I'm pretty sure clairvoyance doesn't work across the other plane, so it must be here. Well, then perhaps the creature, she says in a strong voice, is, is of this realm. And it's just sending people off to wherever that is. Are you familiar with Will-o'-the-Wisps? Vaguely. They are theorized to feed off of the emotional energy of dying creatures. Um, it's, I, I think it would be not unreasonable to think some sort of monster that sends people to other planes feeds off of the some sort of energy shift between from one place to another. Mm, yeah, no, that that could make sense. The only problem we've got, well, the bones of someone that was killed were in that lair. So my initial thought was that they were just being transported to this thing's lair for it to eat them. But Maybe it doesn't if... take them all? Maybe it takes some, eats them? Yeah, maybe. Either way, though, we need to... At least, I'm, I'm unsure of uh, rolling up on something like this. I'm just trying to catch a glimpse of it, because that's how you get yourself eaten, I imagine. Mm. I need to find Sturge. He might be able to sneak up on it. Mm. Hmm. Tell me, you know anything about smoke methods? She shakes her head. I thought it was just a strange... Uh, occurrence at the time but the first village that we saw where this had happened the the dwarven mining village very south of shybrook in the mountains themselves do you recall she Neat. nods i remember the story yeah well when we got there the only thing that we found in the village was two smoke methods 
Now, I didn't think anything of it at the time. But maybe they weren't smoke methods. Maybe they were mist methods? Hmm. Maybe they are to do with whatever this thing is. Maybe we could do some research into methods and how they come into existence. I wish I knew more about these things. You really need someone who is more knowledgeable in the various planes. Yes, well, there's only one person I can think of that might know more about it than us. No, but that's ridiculous. Well, Kill yes. you. <clears throat> well, I'm sure he'd try. Still, though, if things don't get... Um, if we don't find any answers soon, I might not have a choice. If we were to save Van's life, then a few risks must be taken. This is one of them, I say. Like, motioning to Hare and what we did with Father Owen. Father Owen's already gone by this point. Yeah, this um, risk paid off. She leans in close, and even though it's the dead of night, and no one's around, and the door is closed, which is wizard locked, and literally no one else can be in this room, she lowers her voice and says, <clears throat> Are you sure you want Father Van Helsing back? Excuse me? I know the two of you have been friends and close, but... I recall you have also been at odds many, many times. Well, Isn't regardless, he more in your way than helping you? Be that or it may. Be that true or may not true. Whatever the saying is, don't interrupt me. I still wouldn't see him eaten by some beast. Whether he is a hindrance to me or not is beside the point. I can't leave him to die. And that's, that's the end of it. Okay. Well, here, look. Uh, like I said, I need you to identify some things. I reach into my bag. So I've got these two daggers. I think that they're the same thing. They seem to be a matching pair, so you've got a second chance if you fail one of them. Uh, somehow it still eluded me. So there you go. Take well, these. that's because you were always impatient. You must Perhaps. properly clean the area, Malachi. How many times did I tell you even a single feather out of place ruins the spell? I know. I, I seem to recall uh, the ranger knocking on my door at the time. I, oh. Blame him. Well, and if, I think that's all I've got. Uh, does she want a pearl or she got her own? She'll take the pearl. You did offer it. I did offer She's it. She's no fool. Yeah. Um, and why don't we go to break? Yes, okay. And when we come back from break, we'll see who else Malachi can extort, betray, murder, imprison, heal. heal. <laughs> see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and we are back with more Hardcore Heroes Arcadia. Right. It has been an eventful episode. A lot of shit's been going down. So I bid Rohana goodnight. And tell her that I will um I'll see her the day after tomorrow when she's mm -hmm. recovered from casting the identify spell. Okay. Uh and I head back that evening to the keep. And I All will right. um I find the uh the guard in charge of the keep. I don't know if that's the gatekeeper or if there's like a 
There is no gatekeeper right now. Everything is in disarray. All the standard positions are all messed up. Um, There's just a guard on the door. Okay. Hail. May I speak speak with you for a moment? Of course. Um, I don't know whether this is you or somebody else that works in the keep, but is there anyone that you would trust to handle a sensitive matter, uh, a trip on the road for me a few days? Certainly. Uh, Is just something more sensitive than a, a courier could handle? Yes, slightly. There are good folks in town. I'd like it to be one of you, uh, a guard, a fighter. Of course, Uh, I can... Very well. I can recommend uh, Jonah. Okay, Would would you bring me to him? I'd like to speak with him now. Her, yes, of course. Her. Uh, the guard heads off. It takes you guys a little while to track her down. She's already gone home for the night because it's, you know, middle of the night and you got to okay. figure out where she lives. But eventually you come to her house. The other guard knocks, wakes her up in the middle of the night. She comes out with a bit of a yawn and looks at the two of you and goes, God, God knows what time of night. I apologize, Jonah. I have a sensitive matter and you come highly recommended. Could we speak in private? She waves you guys on in. Uh, I, I turn and shake the hand of the guard who brought me here. Thank you. And, mm-hmm. you know, sort of encourage him to leave. He fucks off. Jonah. <sighs> Sit down. Uh, I have a small trip that I would like you to go on. Someone I'd like you to meet for me. Extend a hand of friendship and an invite to Shirebrook. Really? Yes. What did he be for? Who, who am I talking to? Look, I don't want you to... You know, you shouldn't believe everything you hear, but the wizard uh, in Misty Rapids, our call... He's an expert in in things of dimensional shifting, knowledge that may prove invaluable in our endeavor here to to work out where our friends have gone. Isn't I'm... this the same Art Carl, the Art Georg, the, the Wraith of the Tether Wilds, the man who? Yes, this this is him. But uh, look. Those wizards, we get a bad rep. You wouldn't believe what they say about me up in Redport. What do they say about you in Redport? Well, I can assure you, whatever it is, it's all lies. That being said, I need to speak with this Georg, and I feel like if I rock up into his house on my own, the tensions will be flared, and things could go out of hand quicker than either of us would like, so... What I propose is that someone trusted from Shirebrook, yourself, goes there, extends a small token of my uh, friendship, and it invites him to accompany you, or later at his leisure, to return to Shirebrook and meet with me. 
Hey, aren't you a little worried that he might, you know, kill me? Because I'm worried about that. Do you have family, Jonah? My, I have siblings and parents, but no spouse or children. Well, I'm sure that you'll be perfectly safe. However, if things do go awry, I can guarantee that your family will never want again. <laughs> um. Look, uh, I have nothing else to... to I'm not going to force you to go if you don't want to. But um, this act could be the most important act that we can take to get our people back, to secure the town for its future. I suppose since you're asking me to do this, I, it's proper, it's okay for me to to ask this, but do you really think he can be trusted? Well, I don't know. There's things that I wouldn't trust him with, and there's things that I would trust him with. Um, usually, I wouldn't take the risk, but I don't know if you've noticed, our backs are kind of against the wall here. And everyone's looking to me for answers that I don't got. So, this is my way of getting the answers that I need. And this is your part to play in that. Okay, so what do I... I just walk up and say, come to Shirebrook no. and talk to Malachi? Well, yes, but the be a little bit more subtlety to that to it than that first of all you must go to Mr. Uh, misty rapids uh -huh. approach the keep speak to the gatekeeper there uh ask to speak to lord song and request a meeting with georg or carl whatever here is some here is some gold to pay for the journey and to grease any palms i'm not sure what kind of culture they have over there but this should do you so I, I hand her uh, uh, forty gold coins. That's that's enough, right? Ah, uh, yeah. okay. So okay, so that this gets you to meet Georg, right? And then you give him this, and I reach into my bag and take out the the magic candle that I mm -hmm. acquired so long ago in Redport, and I uh, click my fingers and it lights up. It's merely a a magical uh, trinket, but a show of good faith, I think. I don't know if I'll blow it out. <laughs> blow it out. Mm -hmm. Here, try it. Hand it to her. She snaps her fingers and it lights up, and she you know, wets them and t puts out the wick and snaps it again. Goes, huh? That's neat. You can uh, give this to Georg. Show of good faith. Um, you can tell him that. Aldrich's left, the Tyrus is left, and the the town welcomes his advice, and I personally welcome his counsel. Uh, and what if he should say that you you need to come to him? Well then deliver the message and I'll consider my options, but let's try it this way first. And if he wants to come back with me immediately? Then, well, if you feel comfortable, then bring him. 
<laughs> okay. I guess it's as simple as that, huh? Let's hope so, Jonah. Okay. You can leave tomorrow. Uh, consider have two weeks off when you return for the stress. <laughs> uh, sure. If I if I return. If you return, well, stay positive. Uh, those roads can be dangerous, so sure. Just be careful. Just take me a couple days to get to Thornwood. A couple days to get to Misty Rapids. Perhaps Equal you time to get back. Perhaps you should consider hiring a carriage. I found that that uh, discourages the most base monsters on the road, at least. Not a lot of carriage drivers left in this part of the world. You haven't noticed everyone's been leaving this town. Well, maybe you can pick one up at Thornwood. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Godspeed, Jonah. May Martha watch over you. May the Great Father bless your path. Yes. All right. I leave. So, okay, just have to write notes down on things. Uh, it is done. You leave. The rest of the night passes uneventfully, and yes. it becomes Tuesday the sixth. Okay, so let's see. What have we got going here? We've got Gary trying to find all the money that's been stolen. We've got landslides selling the spare houses. Mm -hmm. We've got one guard going to get Tyrus. Mm -hmm. We've got one guard going to get Georg. Mm -hmm. We've got. A couple of guards slash people trying to track down Sturge. Mm-hmm. We've got the Malchus cleric in his room. Oh, we've got Rohana doing the identify. And, um, yeah, all right. So maybe I'll do a little bit of reading on... I think I've put in motion enough moving pieces right now. I think I can burn a day in the library. Sure. Sure. So I'm going to follow the line of thinking about smoke methods, see where they come from. Who would summon a smoke method? Or how do they find their way into this plane? What spell? What books do you have? Do you have the names of any books you've been given? Well, I do have a book of all the fauna. What was it called? I had out my old character sheet. It was like all the monsters and stuff in Eridon. But that might Flora be only and fauna that. of Eridon? Yeah, that might only be naturally occurring. Flora and fauna. Yeah. Um, you look through there, there's no mention of methods or, or imps, imps at all. Yeah, so I don't think I've got a named book mm -hmm. uh, that would lead me to, to find this information easily. Let's see, your library... I'm going to base... The, this check off of the size of your library. The okay. larger the library size, the better the check. You currently have a library that's worth roughly 4,000 gold.
fairly specific question. Uh, there is nothing on in any of these books that has to do with methods or smoke methods in particular. Okay. Where we've put the skull on the mountain range. Yeah. I want to try and work out if I could get there and back with uh, Polymorph Self Spell. So it's almost exactly 20 miles away. Yeah, let's call it 20 miles. So how far can I fly as a Pegasus just under three hours. Let's take a look at the Pegasus movement rate. Yeah. All right. Hippogriff, I think, is. Or an, an eagle. I think there's an eagle that's moved the same movement speed as a Pegasus, which is less, more inconspicuous than a Pegasus. Yes. Bird. Eagle. Eagle. Movement rate. Now, a wild eagle has a movement rate of 30. I'm sure Same as one Pegasus. Does. Giant eagles have a faster movement rate, but... Yeah, how big, is a giant, how big is a giant eagle? Ten feet tall. Oh, 20-foot wingspan. Is that bigger than a rhino? No. Uh, I think yes. there are... I think... What's the... The largest birds in the world currently have wingspans oh, of three and a half meters. Okay. So it's twice as big as the largest bird in the world. Yeah. That's an albatross. Pretty fucking big. So Maybe a giant is. eagle's pretty freaking big. We're looking at like Gandalf size eagle. Okay. Almost. Is that is that I mean is it is it like height or is it weight? Because it's probably weighs less than a rhino, but it's yeah. also probably bigger than a rhino. So it's your call. Sure. Just take a look here. Pegasus has a movement rate of forty-eight. Dear God. Yeah. Pegasi, quick. Um, yes, yeah, so the giant eagle is the only thing with that same movement rate, and the spell says it, it can be up to the size of a rhino. Yeah. Because it definitely weighs a lot less than a rhino. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Maybe we want to read the exact wording in the spell. As small as a wren to as large as a hippopotamus. Furthermore, the wizard gains the polymorph. Locomotion. Do, do, do. Any creature, save those that are non-corporeal. And it, do, it can be fantastical creatures, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, you can do a giant eagle. That's fine. Cool. All right. I like that more. So, movement speed 48, then. Mm -hmm. How far will that get me in? Uh, let's see. Movement minutes. rate 48 is 16 miles an hour. Oh, cool. So, that will so, get me there, then. Yep. You can easily get there and back. With one spell. Never mind, two. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> That means you can go there right now, Malachi. Do you want to go there right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, do you know what, though? I think I will do... Um, I think I will do a little flyby. All right, maybe that's what we do today, then. Let's get a little bit of danger. I'm not going to go in, but I'm just going to go and see what's going on around it, see if we can find the entrance. 
So let me choose some spells for the day because I'm going to need something just in case shit hits the fan. Um, just in case. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, wow, I didn't realize you could make the box bigger that you type in. No, that makes it so much easier. Which box? Like the box you type in and roll 20, you can. Oh, yeah. Size of it. In a very weird way, though. So we've got Invis, ESP, and Mirror Image. Let's drop. Uh, forget. And get. What kind of shit could I run into in the sky? <clears throat> what, what, what are these noises? What's going on? Nothing. <laughs> I feel like it should be something that I should, is that actually happening. No, no, I'm just preparing for when you're flying. Uh, okay, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is. You know, I mean. Getting I ready for do. when you're flying through the air and you're fighting dragons. Well, I, I mean, I'm going to cast Invis first, so. So there's always that. Let's go with um, Scare. That's my second, that's my level 2 spell. And then Fireball, Slow. And. Monster Summoning? Yeah, why not? Slow it down if I have to. Uh, and I think I'll just take Polymorph Self twice, in case I need to... Alright. Alright, so... I, uh, I'll go and check on Jonah in the morning, make sure she gets off alright. And once I've sort of tidied up my loose ends... Mm -hmm. Um... Like, I go and check for the ship that the guy left on to go and get Tyrus, make sure he hasn't returned. I'll cast Polymorph Self into a giant eagle, and I'll bring my map with me, um, but I'm going to try and locate the entrance to this thing. Okay. So you Polymorph, then turn invisible. Either way. Yeah, whatever. It's polymorph, yeah. Um, the ship has not, uh, or the guard that went off to find Tyrus has not returned yet. Yeah. And you are now an invisible giant eagle. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You've got a smirk on your face, and I don't like it. Hey. You're gonna have to fight a third chimera, am I? <laughs> So, let's take a look at the map here. Invisible Flying Giant Eagle Malachi takes off from Shirebrook and heads in the direction of the Shadow Mountains in the morning. Right? Yeah. Staying high in the air. You know, higher than most things would bother to be. And sure. I'm not going I'm not gonna like land right down in front of it. I'm gonna sort of circle around and try and get the lay of the land over there. Is there a clearing? Like, is there a bit where all the trees have been smashed down, or...? There is not. Is there anything to indicate that there might be an entrance? 
why don't you... What's your perception score? 13. 13. All right, I'm going to roll this in secret. Okay. You see nothing of note. Okay. Uh, maybe you passed your perception check and there is nothing to note, or maybe you failed your perception check. You're... But either way, it's just mountainsides. So I guess there could be, like, the entrance could be nowhere near where that room is. You know, it, it could be an underground cave network. So I've got time because I've got another spell. So I'm going to do some, you know, around this whole general uh, area. Mm -hmm. I'll come in down lower and see if I can't find, like, a big cave entrance, something big. Okay. Uh, you start descending and circling around, looking for something big. You don't see any large caves anywhere. You don't see any uh, clearings, anything out of the ordinary, other than an area that looks like maybe had a landslide fairly recently. Okay. So, there doesn't seem to be an obvious entrance, but I've probably scoured the area that it could be. So my next thought is thinking that maybe it's some sort of hidden entrance, like an illusion maybe. Hmm. Now my gem of seeing is currently disappeared, right? Because it's... It's melded with your feathers. So I'd have to land to do it. Mm -hmm. So can I go back to where my initial guess was? Yeah, I mean your initial guess was from pretty high up. I mean, yeah. You're still like you know looking down, so it's hard to get an exact location, but it's roughly near this. Uh, what do you call it? Canyon in the mountains. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, my plan is to turn into a human, take the gem out, put it on the floor, turn back into an imp, pick it up, and then start trying to fly around as an imp to try and see if there's any hidden, uh, you know cave entrances. I'll stay away okay. from any, any groups of creatures, though. Bear in mind, uh, in a round's notice, we can turn back into an eagle and fly away. And are invisible. But I'm well aware that dragons can see invisible creatures, so I'm just bearing that in mind. <laughs> I'm going to need a, f a minute or two to think about this, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, You know what? We're actually pretty much at a breaking point. We took a, a late break last time. Why don't we take yep. a break right now, and I'll consider this stuff on the break, and we'll come back on the other side. See you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Okay. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes Arcadia. 
So, um, let's discuss exactly again what we're doing. Okay. Exactly what we're doing yep. is... Right, we fly a little bit lower. We try and find where we think that the entrance might be. Yeah, based on the, the, the clairvoyance thing before. And I don't really know how the gem works. Do you have to be like... I mean, if you've got to be like right up close to the wall, then I'm... It's obviously not going to be helpful. I'm hoping that I can be quite far away and look at it through the look at the the rock through the gem. Maybe I won't see the whole entrance, but maybe I'll see a shimmer of an illusion or something like that. Enough for me to think that there's something going on there. So the plan is to turn into an imp and use the and fly around the gem just sort of across the this little bit of the mountain range. So you know, like. Uh, Cross this bit. Mm -hmm. Cross that bit, yeah. Oh, obviously, if there's any movement of something huge, I'm just gonna assume that it can see me and get the fuck out. Sure. Can always can always come back. So this canyon right in here, where that black line kind of covered everything up, is the area that you think the you're centered on. That. Okay. From your best guess, that's supposed to be the region where this thing lives, or has its lair, or, you know, the area that you've been scrying on, whatever we want to call that. And you're telling me that I'd have to go deep within the canyon. Right, so you're fairly sure it's in there. Let's give you the, like an 85%, right? Um, and from your scanning above when you're flying, you can't see much in the canyon. The, the walls are not... So the walls are fairly steep. Some areas are just kind of sheer cliff. Some areas are rubble. Other areas are overgrown with trees and bushes and just kind of the wilderness that is this untamed sector. Yes. So the obvious areas that are exposed cliffside, you can fly across fairly easily with your gem of seeing and try and see if there's an illusion there or not. Okay. Um, well, how's about this for a plan then? Yeah. Um, while on the flight over here from Shirebrook, mm -hmm. um, let's say I wasn't invisible, do I think that I'd be in danger, or is flying around like a great eagle, I'm generally going to be left alone? Like, I assume I'm really high up, and I'm going quick. There's not really much that's going to... I mean, you're one of the fastest creatures out there. Even if there was something that wanted to kill you, you could probably just outrun it. Okay, because I'm thinking of doing something that's going to break my invisibility. So, let me just check the range on a little spell here. <laughs> it's either a genius idea or a terrible one. Sometimes but there's not much difference. I'm pretty sure that it's a great idea. So, oh god. Wait, no, the, the range is special. Anywhere within the area of effect, which is a 30 yard radius, so 30 yards away. That's 90 feet in the air. Okay, so... Could something run from, like, the length of this canyon in, like, ten minutes? On the ground? Yeah. No, definitely not. Okay. So. So what I'm going to... My, my plan is, basically, to get within 30, 90 feet of the ground, cast monster summoning, and tell whatever it is to just run down the canyon. And then I'm going to turn it to a bird, fly back up and watch. 
take a quick look here at these things. Okay. How long are can? All right, yeah, because the this canyon is like a mile and change. Well, 10 minutes. I mean, if it, depending on the monster. Uh, if I summoned it towards the middle of the canyon, you know, half could go one way and half could go the other. Mm -hmm. Alright, so if we're going to call it uh, 1.4 miles, half of it run up the canyon, half of it run down the canyon. Now, canyons are not easy, really, to climb up or down. It's you know, it's oh, yeah, not like a nice straight trail with just a grade on it. There's rocks, there's things to climb yeah. over, things to climb under, water. It's, it's a bitch, right? What's the duration this, of monster summoning? Uh, ten rounds. So th this very much depends on what monster I get, right? Because if it can fly, this is a lot easier. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, ten minutes downhill out of the canyon, you can make pretty good ground. Uh, ground. Ten minutes uphill through the canyon, you're not going to make it very far at all. Um having hiked up lots of canyons in my life. Okay. Well, maybe then I do a quick bit of maths and place them, you know, three quarters of the way in or something. Sure. You know, so that the ones going up have less distance. Sure. Okay. Let's roll on the monster summoning table then. Uh, this is monster yes. summoning one? Yeah. Crap, did I put my... Oh, there's my... Things that what was it? Things that bite, things that sting, things that that's some cool book name. Yeah. Damn chair. Monster summoning one. Roll me a D twelve. Alright. Five. Um, and roll me 2d4, and how are, are you, you have to land somewhere to cast this spell, right? Uh, 90 feet is the range, so. Okay, so you're going to need to be in the canyon, or well, maybe like up a little bit on the ridge to cast some, cast it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends how tall the walls of the canyon are, like, if it's like a thousand feet, then I'm going to have to be well, well in. Mm -hmm. In which case, that makes it feel a little bit more precarious. But if it's only like 150 feet, then not really. So I guess right. it depends. But that's my 2d4. 5. Okay. And, and you know, if the, the walls aren't that steep, they can always start on the cliff. Alright, well, you summon a goblin. Or, more appropriately, you summon five goblins. Cool. And then uh, get back out of the canyon ASAP, right? And watch. Okay. And I want to try and get the the attention of any terrible dragons that might be living in there. All right. So you summon these these goblins. You shift yourself back into a giant eagle. Take flight, and watch the goblins just kind of vanish into the greenery in the canyon um, as you what, do circles from above? I mean, I might perch on top of the on the edge of the um, 
Sure. The wall, yeah. Obviously, I can't see the goblins, but if something huge comes to kill them, I might see that. Right, right. Uh, you don't see anything huge, but you do spot what appears to be a cluster of smoke methods that appear over the canopy and then disappear back down. They kind of like pop out, fly above for a little while, and then pop back down. Um, from your perching point, you're a little bit too far away to hear if there's any battle going on or if there's any noises being made down there. You pretty much just have the wind blowing through your eagle ears. Yeah. Can I identify which part of the canyon they were in? Yeah, you can see which section of the canyon they they popped out of the um, tree cover from. Okay. Hey, that's good information. So, if I was trying to find this place, I could go back to that location, right? I could find the canyon, I could find that bit of the yep. canyon. Yep. <clears throat> I know that it's got something to do with smoke methods. That's a double whammy on those fuckers now. All right, let's let's head back to Shybrook. I'll recast, depending on how much time I've spent here. Mm -hmm. If it's been over an hour, then I'll recast Polymorph Self to get back. Sure. Um, better safe than sorry. You recast yeah. Polymorph Other and get back to base. All right. Nice. Good investigations here. So the question is, what would summon a smoke method? Are they definitely smoke methods? You've said that, but could they I be mist methods? Maybe. You don't know enough about methods. There was some sort of smoke around them, or maybe it was a mist. Yeah, okay. Uh, but some sort of, you know, gaseous thing that obscures sight. Yeah, right. It's just that everything else has been a mist or a fog, hasn't it? So it would make more sense if it was it was a mist or a fog, unless it's not related, in which case, why am I even here? No, it is related though. It's definitely related, because they were there in the dwarven village. You know, I might, uh, I might do a pass over that village if I can find it on the way back. Uh, sure. You find the village. It looks a lot more decrepit than the last time you were here. Uh, yeah. The wind has kind of been damaging the rooftops. Uh, things are starting to grow. You know, the um, I might land there mm -hmm. and turn back into me. Mm -hmm. Conscious of the time, I've got about two hours spare overnight to get back. Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of time. I'll just do a, a quick walk around the the village, see if there's any smoke methods. Nope, no smoke methods anywhere. Um. <clears throat> I might go and um, call into the, you know, where the troll was sleeping. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might just call into there, see if I can hear anything in there, and if not... Your own voice echoes back out to you. Hello! Um, how does the spell scare work? If I were to cast that in there, would that force anything that was inside? You out. need a specific target to cast it upon. Yes. That's a shame. What else have I got that could work? Um. I mean, fuck it. How how tight is it? In, to crawl the cave? In. Yeah. 
It's, you're going to have to get on your hands and knees. You're going to get real dirty getting in there. If I were confronted, though, could I cast a spell? Or am I too cramped you'd be, not to? You'd be too cramped to cast anything that requires a somatic component. Unless the cave opens up further back in, but it, it turns really quickly, so you can't see what it gets it to. Well, I've been in the... the... Oh, that's right, you did crawl back. So you know if you crawl back further in, it does open enough where you feel like you could cast a spell. Um, but the way between where you are now and to that larger inside chamber okay. is uh, All right. no good. I'm going in with the web spell at the ready in case anything confronts me. I'll just web the whole tunnel up. I'm looking for smoke methods. I'm hunting. Okay. You crawl back in to this cave. Cave. Cave sounds. Go. This is dungeon sounds. We need cave sound. Cave sounds. Yeah, this isn't a dungeon. It's nothing like a dungeon. Nothing much, like it. Much safer than a dungeon. Where is Goblin Cave? Come on. No, there's a goblin cave sound here. They're fine. All right, we're just going to... Oh, here it is. There we go. Okay. You begin to crawl back into this cave. Yes. Beautiful. Um, it's kind of tight. Difficult to maneuver in. I move hastily to the where I know it opens up. Right. Uh, you're going to have to, at some point, get on your hands and knees and like pull yourself across the muddy ground. But you do so without too much problem. What do you use for light? Stone. It's in your light stone. Oh, the one on your staff? Uh, I haven't got one on my staff. I've just got one. Okay. My you back. pull out the continual light stone to give yourself uh, vision of everything, and soon you find yourself in this larger chamber. I think it was like 8 feet across and 10 feet tall or something. Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, 12 feet deep. It's irregular shaped, um, and it's all down or uphill. So you're kind of crawling upwards until you're in this area. Um, there are some bones lying around. Looks Fresh. mostly like animal bones. No, old. Probably like from the last time the troll was yeah. here. Um, there's some bats hanging out up on the ceiling. Uh, and it smells kind of of guano. There's some cockroaches crawling around on the, the back guano on the ground. Sure. No smoke methods, though. No smoke methods. Give one one last look around for for any like other passages or something like that. Smoke methods are pretty small, so maybe they could be hiding in like a, a really small tunnel or something. Give me a perception check, please. Oh, fail. Plus thirteen. Oh yeah. It's eleven. Plus uh, twenty-one. Eight. There you go. Take me a while to get used to that. But. Uh... No, there are no other exits from here unless it's buried in the dirt. Alright. In which case, you know. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll just check it with the gem of seeing. Hmm, you pull out the gem of seeing and look around. 
You find nothing of value. Okay. Then I leave. And I will continue my journey. Um, one other thing I will look for, just in case I happen to pass it, is the corpse of the Chimera that we killed out <laughs> here. No, that that yeah. has long been eaten by anything that might have come across it. Sure. I didn't, didn't see any didn't what? see any Chimera caves while I was traversing the hills, did I? You did not see any Chimera caves, no. Okay. Alright. Let's return. Right? Yeah, you definitely didn't see any Chimera caves. Uh you fly your way back to Shirebrook. Yes. And uh, arrive wherever you want to be. I'll fly in, into the uh, into Aldrich's tower. Okay. Uh, you're gonna have to probably change into a Ren or something because you won't yeah. fit into his tower. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. No, of course. I might watch the town from the window, perched on the window as a, a regular-sized eagle for a while. Seems to be bustling about a little bit, not as much as you're used to it looking. Um, but there are people moving around, doing their daily businesses. I um, as I'm sitting there watching, I I, I see a scene of a a small child playing with a large dog, happy as anything in the center of town, and a, a light bulb flicks in my mind, and I fly to the ground. Um, turn into a person and go and approach this child's father or something Turn like into that. a stranger or turn into Malachi? Malachi. Okay. Yeah. Right. Speak to this guy's father. Alright. The father is standing nearby. Uh, <clears throat> currently trying to sell somebody a big block of cheese. Ah, cheese. I'll, I'll take some. You see? I told you this cheese was going to go quickly, and now you missed your chance. Now, Mr. Malachi, I am so grateful you came. This is the greatest block of cheese that has been produced in Shirebrook. I tell you, my cows are the best, and I know just the right fermentation process. Please, would you uh, care to sample some Indeed. of our very mild cheddar? Uh, it sounds wonderful. Uh, I'll take some. I, I take a bit and then say, oh, how much for the, the whole wheel? For you, my lord, I can give you a the discounted price that I give to those people who are saviors of our late baroness. Uh, ah, thank you. E we got butter, but we don't have cheese. That's ridiculous. Butter and cheese should probably be roughly the same price. I think cheese is a bit more expensive. Okay. Age so, and stuff. Yeah... So it's going to be four silver for a pound, uh, and it's like a four-pound block. So 16 silver. All right, I give him two gold. All right. Take his wheel of cheese and say, hey, that's a lovely dog you've got there. Oh, well, thank you. Well, wonder... Chris has uh, been with our family for, I don't know, six years now? I'm looking for someone in town that knows about dogs. Maybe wherever you bought old Gris here, or maybe you know someone else in town who's not an expert, but, you know. Well-read. I couldn't say anyone I know is well-read, but <laughs> if you're looking for a person who knows a little bit about how to raise a dog, 
Uh, I yes. got old Gris from the uh, from Mrs. Miller. Mrs. Miller, could you point me in her direction? Why certainly. Just head down this street, and it's the third left on your right. Third left on my right. Okay. <laughs> I go and track down Mrs. Miller's house. All right. You find Mrs. Miller's house. Uh, Mrs. Miller's outside hanging some laundry on a line. <clears throat> I'll knock on the side of a wall. Mrs. Miller, I'm told. She looks over towards you, gives you a, a cautious wave, and comes across the yard to you, putting her hands on her hips. <clears throat> Can I help you? How, how old is Mrs. Miller? Good question. Let's roll. Let's do our randomizer. She's got a few years left in her yet. I don't want to invest in someone who's going to die. <laughs> Not 16. She is probably in her 60s. Mrs. Miller, I'm told that you're somewhat knowledgeable on uh, our canine friends. Doggos. Eh? If you will. On what? You know. Doggos. The hell's a doggo? <laughs> a dog, a hound. Oh, yes. Well, um, I'm an expert on bitches and hounds. That makes two of us. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, look. The thing is, I don't know if you ever met my dogs, Mrs. Miller. Did you ever meet my dogs? I, they were. How would I have met your dogs? I've never even met you. Well, you might have seen them around town. I know I attract a lot of attention. Beautiful animals, anyway. Were you the ones with the little dogs that rode on top of each other? No, no, not that. Big dogs. Uh, a Newfoundland and a, a Malamute. Anyway, I... <sighs> I don't know, it's... Tough memories, you know. Uh, anyway, I got them from this, this guy in... Clydesdale, a Look, master. mister, I got shit to do today, so oh, come on, you pick it up. Bear with me here, please. Thank you. If you listen to me, you might make some gold. All right. This guy in Clydesdale runs a kennel mastery up there. He breeds dogs, trains them to fight. Now, we could do something like that around here. I've got the gold, but I haven't got the time to go around tracking down breeders and bringing puppies here, setting all that up. Look. No offense, Mrs. Miller, you're you know, you're in your twilight years. Maybe it's not for you, maybe you, you're looking at Excuse me. Style. In my twilight years I can still bend you over my knee. Come over here <laughs> on the other side of this fence and I'll show you what's what. Huh? I bet you'd like that. Maybe maybe we can do that if you if we can agree terms. So look, I need maybe you've got a daughter or someone else you know who's interested in running their own business. I'd like to fund someone to set up a a kennel masters here in Shirebrook. Why should I trust you, a total stranger off the streets that say you want to hire me to run a kennel? I'm sorry, Mrs. Miller, have you, you lived here for a while. Do you know... I don't mean to sound arrogant, but do you know who I am? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm Malachi, the, um... The mage, the... The, you know, the baron. Soon the Baron? Born. Soon, yes. Isn't there some dwarf that's the Baron right now? You don't look no, like a dwarf to me. He's not the Baron, he's just a Chancellor. What's the Look, difference? 
he he carries out the will of the count. Isn't that the same thing as a baron? Not really, no. But you're you know you're smarter than you look. There's some truth to that, actually. You look, I'll I'll show you what I mean though. Um, look, I cast mirror image. She shudders back a little <laughs> bit. Oh, see what I mean? So that's some trick, I'll say. Maybe you don't you... recognize me, but maybe you recognize my friend here. Are you a... this guy? Are you a demon? Have Not you been summoned from the outer plains to come and steal me? <laughs> steal me away? You think quite highly of yourself, Lady Miller. No, no. I am but a humble wizard. Huh. No wonder I ain't heard of you know what. I don't deal with them sorcerer, warlock types. Up to no good, I say. Well, could you recommend somebody else and I'll tip my 12 caps to you and bid you adieu? Since you don't work with wizards. How much does the... What, what... Can't rightly recommend someone when I don't know what I'm recommending them for. Well, it would be an honest business that hopefully would, would make enough gold to keep... Can you all stop talking at once? It's too hard to pay attention. <clears throat> I can't... Who, who am I looking at? Which one's you? Hey... Give me a give me a hand here. I'll hand her, like I I pick up like a broom off the off the thing and say start start hitting them. You'll you'll get rid of them soon enough. So I might take a hit. I might take a hit with a broom, but eventually we'll we'll. There's twelve of them. Did you say? No, no, it's not. I don't know how many it is. Okay. It's like D four plus three or something. Let me check. Um, D four plus two. Roll me a d4 plus 2. <laughs> 5. Okay. Um, so then I'm just going to roll 5d5. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And uh, you're going to be number 1. And so the first one she swings is not you. Then not you. Oh, you and then roll... she whaps you on the third one. Okay. With a, a 12 skin. to hit, actually. Oh, armor, actually. Doesn't get me. Ooh, but then it, it wouldn't get it wouldn't, it wouldn't get the mirror image either. So it has to be a hit for it to even matter. Okay, I guess I'm only rolling things that would hit you then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, you should roll a D5, then a D4, then a D3, then a D2. Right, right. Yeah. That's the way. So she does reduce a stone skin charge of yours. Goes to smack the same image a second time. <laughs> <laughs> completely misses, moves on to another. All right, whatever. She eventually knocks them all off. You lose a st single stone skin charge. That was fun. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, now. <sighs> okay, so you want someone to breed some dogs for you. Yes, and you're willing like... to give them gold for it. I will fund the initial setup of their business. With the business, hopefully, to pay me back over time. And to... Uh... Provide me and the town with dogs, but also a profit to the business owner. It's an interest-free loan. I'm willing to offer it to you, Mrs. Miller. You come highly recommended from that guy down the street with an old dog. But if hmm. you're not up to the task, I'll well, give you a gold Well, I don't know coin. nothing about starting businesses, but I can breed dogs. 
You want to oh. hire me to breed dogs for you? I can breed dogs for you. You want to hire me to train dogs? Well, I'll do what I can for you, but I don't know nothing about setting up no business or turning no profit. Okay, well, look, we'll come to that. First of all, have you been to the the Kennel Masters in Thornwood? Do I look like I've ever left Shirebrook? Alright, well, it's time for you to take a trip, or maybe you can pay your son-in-law or your son to go for you. But I'll give you some gold, and I want you to procure the, the puppies and the dogs you might need to start such an endeavor. Is this for real? This is for real. Show me some gold. Prove that you're not just making stuff up. How much would you sell a puppy for? Give them away, really. More pests than useful to me. Well, let's call it three gold for a puppy. Let's say we want... I don't know. How many do you need to have to avoid in interbreeding? Three gold for a puppy. Is that how the rich live? Just throwing gold around for things that are free? My god. You know... <laughs> Your He's mother clearly never taught you how to work with normal people. I didn't <clears throat> grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth or nothing, but at least I know how to talk to a person without being offensive. Look, Mrs. Miller, I've had a very successful few days here, and honestly, you're sounding rather familiar to quite a lot of people that I've spoke to in this land. And I'd rather you just just, just draw that in a little bit, and we might be able to work together a little, a little bit more smoothly. So look, here's, <laughs> here's 35 gold pieces... Go and get yourself transport to Thornwood. Go and speak to the kennel master there. If if you get on well with him and you're such a likable woman, I'm sure you will. And he'll give you some tips on how to start something like this off. Her jaw drops a little bit as you hand her 35 gold pieces. The equivalent yeah. of 10 years of wealth for her. Yeah. Uh, she goes through it and like bites each individual coin looking for, you know, for some softness in it. Yeah. Comes um, back scratching her head. Suppose I do this and I get you these dogs and I, I bring them back here and and I'll, I suppose that all goes according to plan. Well, who are you? What's your name? My name's Malachi, and hopefully by the time you get back, I'll be sitting in the throne in the keep. Well, I guess I don't know much about what goes on over there. Perhaps you will be. Um, what is anyone going to come looking for this gold? Only Just me. looking down the street. This uh, no, no, no. something illegal? <laughs> I've, there's plenty more where that came from. No, don't worry, it won't be missed. But if you uh, if you betray me, well, like you said, you don't know who I am, but I can promise you that won't end well for you. She holds the gold tightly in her hand. And I can keep whatever's left over from this after purchasing dogs. If you can get if you can get it going, bring the dogs here, get everything set up. If you need more gold to buy supplies, I expect a list and thoughtful consideration to tell me why you need the gold, but I'll, it'll be provided for you. So yes, you can keep whatever, you know, take yourself your wage so that you, hell, take twice what you earn. That's, that's salary. And then use the rest. She holds the money in both of her hands and gives you a slow, unsure nod. And goes, okay. All right. Thornwood, huh? What, what's the place like? It's 
It's nice. It's a smaller city than Shybrook, but it's all walled up. Buildings are nice and high. Um, run by a lovely chap, uh, Lord Song. Probably wouldn't. I mean, probably best not to talk to him. I'm sure you won't anyway. Um, but just go in there. You can ask one of the guards uh, for the where the kennels are. You shouldn't be there for more than a night. Well, don't expect me to go bowing and scraping and malording you and nothing like that. I'm a free woman, always have been. Ain't gonna be tied down by no man, not even a lord like you. I wouldn't have it any other way, Mrs. Miller. We're to be business partners, not subject and lord. Good. As long as you got that right, then all should be well. I'll go get right. some... What, what, what sort of dogs are you looking to be getting? So, so I know what to get. Are you looking for... You know, little lap puppies, guard dogs, hunting dogs, war dogs, tracking dogs. Better fight some war dogs and some tracking dogs. More war dogs than tracking dogs, but if we can get some uh, bloodhounds in there, that's good. Bloodhounds, some mastiffs. That's right. Alright, well, I'll go see about what I can do for us. So I'll, uh. I ain't never been to Thornwood. Do I need to buy a new dress? If you want. Alright, well. Alright, um, and where, where do I find you? What, what if you're not in the throne room? I'll be in the keep either way, whether I'll be in Aldrich's tower or in in the throne, one or the other. Aldrich's tower? Who, who, who? Aldrich, the, Aldrich, isn't he that wizard feller? Yeah, he's, he's left. You're different uh, from him, though. Yeah, I'm much friendlier. <laughs> I don't know, though. I've got a feeling you might have got on with him. You remind me of him a little bit. I don't know if, what that's supposed to mean. So just speak plainly and we'll be alright. Well, well uh, yes. Anyway, I think I've spent quite enough of my time discussing this matter. You need to prepare yourself for your journey. Uh, it's a day or two to Thornwood, day or two there, day or two back. I'll, I'll see you in five or six days. Alrighty then. Alright. Still clutching the pile of gold in both of her hands, she walks backwards without, you know, turning her gaze from you, and opens the door behind her and goes into the house, keeping her eyes on you the entire time. I make sure that no one's, like, eyeing her up as she walks back into the house with all the gold. Too oh, much. totally. There's a trio of people across the street who have stopped to watch this entire spectacle. I, I, I'll just turn and say to the street, then, I trust Mrs. Miller will be safe before our journey. The people can go back to the conversation they're having before trying to ignore you. Yeah, alright, I leave. Alright, I think then I go back to the I go back to the keep and more determined than ever to find out about smoke methods. Okay. You arrive back at the keep um, and we still got a little bit of time if you have anything else you think you can do today. Hmm. Um, I'm kind of waiting on a, a bunch of stuff to yeah to finish up for me. I've sent my uh sent my men out. Okay, so we can skip forward a few days then, and I can we can at least unravel a little bit of stuff while we have time. Yeah, uh, because Rohan will be IDing things today, so tomorrow. Yeah, so we can get that stuff done. Back. Yeah, cool. so let's skip forward at least to the next day. Rohana uh, comes back to you in Aldrich's tower with some good news. Ha ha! 
Yes. Her spell was successful. Brace yourself, um, Bastian. He's not watching. Well, at least yeah, he's not supposed watch. to be watching. Okay, but he's going to see it at some point. Yeah, it's true. Um, uh, she tells you that these are daggers of returning. You hurl it at something with intent to strike it. Uh, it will return to you. Do you have to miss, or does it return on a hit to? I've for forgotten. Nice. Mm. <laughs> Can I look at look at it in the DMG? I can't even find it in the DMG myself. It might not even be in the DMG. Hell, oh, yeah. might have just been a custom thing. I gotta go find my actual notes on it from before. Hero, hero. On notes, you're so slow to load. Mm -hmm. Oh, I lied. No, they are daggers of throwing, not daggers of returning. Daggers of throwing. Different dagger. I was mistaken. Um, daggers of throwing. Holy shit, these are good. See, when thrown, they will demonstrate superb characteristics as a ranged weapon. The magic of the dagger increases its range. A successful hit will inflict extra damage. Twice the normal dagger damage, plus the yes. bonus provided by the blade. Yes, but she just tells you, well, yeah. All right, does she only get one property? She only gets one property. But she can try again on the other dagger. She did and failed. Oh, okay. Alright, so just that it's a magical throwing dagger. Yep, magical throwing daggers. They fly farther and hit truer than anything else. Okay, I suspect that it might have uh, a magical bonus. I will try and pin down if I can find a guard willing to spar with me. Uh, we haven't got any cure spells, have we? Mm -hmm. maybe, I'll ask maybe I'll ask Father Owen. He's not going to waste cure spells to help you determine the properties of a magical item. But you it's a throwing dagger, so you could probably set up a target and then, you know, throw a hundred normal daggers at it and then a hundred daggers of returning and average your oh. you know yeah. your bullseye chance. Yeah, you know, so is there is Aldrich got a portrait in his room? <laughs> <laughs> um, I kinda want him to just so you can throw something at it. So sure. He has a a a, a portrait of a lovely woman. No, oh, it's not of him. I was hoping it was gonna be him. But yeah, oh, no, yeah. So it's a woman, is it? Aldrich's got does she look too good looking to be Aldrich's wife? Like she looks like she's just a beautiful woman in a painting, or is, is she sort of normal enough that it could be? I his don't wife? know what you mean by if she looks too beautiful to be Aldrich's wife. What sort of bullshit is that? Well, it's like if somebody showed you a picture of a girl and it was like a Victoria's Secret model, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, who's she?" But if someone showed you a picture of like a girl who's attractive but you know a bit more she, normal, she's not astoundingly. Girlfriend. It's not like some pinup that he has on his wall. 
Yeah, right. I might check. I'm gonna now that I notice it. I'm gonna take it off the wall and check if there's like a note written on the back or something like that of the frame. Um. Yes, it says Aldina. 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 Maybe it could be a sister. Does it look a bit like him? Yeah, looks a little bit like him. Could be a sister, Aldina. Hmm. All right. Well, hang it back up. Let's do it. <laughs> Throw daggers at it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, On the assumption that this will help me determine the magical bonus. Sure, you'll spend an afternoon hurling daggers at Aldina. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck it, yeah, they're plus three. Holy shit. Well, I haven't got a dagger proficiency anyway, so... Yeah, doesn't matter. What? So, for next time, maybe. Depending on how well Gary does. I was mentioning it to you off-camera, but... uh. I might take a trip to Stromheim and try and recruit a spymaster from the Thieves Guild there. Now, these would be particularly good rewards for a competent spymaster. And it's someone like that with these weapons, I could trust them to do pretty good tasks. So I'd like that one for the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think maybe it's time to do some XP and sure. stuff, since we do. I do have work tomorrow. Let's do that. Um, so we are switching to two-point Neil, so that means we're not going to be doing the same methods of experience generation. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so, so we're not going to worry about counting spells or that sort of thing anymore. Cool. Uh, let's just take a look at big-ticket items, and then I'll calculate role-playing experience and all that other stuff the way that I normally do them. So yeah. there was no appreciable combat today, but you did find the people who looted the jewelry store and recovered the jewels and all that stuff, mostly. Uh, you did find the entrance to the lair. You have sort found of. an area of interest. But that has been on the cards for a long, long time. Yes, it has. If you can confirm that is the location in question... Um, will give you a, a larger reward, but you've got a, a good okay. fix on something. Uh, let's okay. see. You, I don't have recruited Gary? Yeah. Stupid. Gary. Gary the Spymaster. Well, he's not Spymaster yet, he's just Gary, but, you know. Uh, recruiting Gary is going to be some experience. The kennel woman is going to be some experience. Um, healing Rohana is kind of... I think you promised to do that for her way back when you guys were first arrested. We offered it to her and she said no. Alright, but, but you've come around and healed Rohana finally. It's uh, worth at least some experience. Yeah. Um, let's give you what some role-playing experience. We, we kind of... Uh, you know, we've we've honed in on a clue of the smoke muffins. Yeah, uh, let the clue be the clue. Okay, that's fair. Uh, what else have we done? We, um, you know, set some inroads up with the nobility. Um, but yeah, there was nothing. Nothing really was resolved. We kind of planted a lot of seeds. A lot of seed planting. Okay. So, total experience for today is 3,750. Hey, that's pretty good by our standards. 
3,750. Is that including 10%? It is not including 10%. Alright. 105,474. Alright, less than 30,000 to go. Alright, only 10 more episodes, or... Yeah. A little yeah. less. 8, 7? Seven, 7 more. 7 more. Until, you know... Unless you want to go fight something. <laughs> I'll fight something. <laughs> I, might, I might go and kill the griffins at some point. The only problem is my way of killing them would be to fireball them. But that might destroy the library. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Depends mm. how firm the roof was. Um, and then, is there anything that I should, aside from what we've already talked about today, anything that you want to let me know so I can plan for next week? Like if you're going to wake up tomorrow and immediately start digging a well. So. Nothing crazy. I think my... <clears throat> My plan when Tyrus and Sturge get back are to have them accompany me to try and capture some Bullywugs and drag them back to Shirebrook yeah. and interrogate them because I think that they might have something to do with the dragon. That might be might might, might be false, but that's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to do that. I need to speak to Georg. I need to find some more about smoke methods and I but might go and see Griffins. So it sounds like you're going to be doing a lot of skipping ahead. Yeah, Would you, feel... How soon until you're going to go off to get the griffins? Are you going to wait until after these other things happen? Or is that something you might do tomorrow? Don't know if I'd go on my own. How many griffins were there? There was like 11. Seems pretty many dangerous. you can remember. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that I'm going to leave before Venlin returns. Not significantly, anyway. I'll probably stick around until, uh, only, uh, for another couple of weeks at least, if he doesn't come by then. Okay. Cool. I will plan accordingly. Each session, as the storyline continues, it's just getting more and more complicated, getting a hard web to weave. Um, Indeed. But I'm excited to see where it goes. So uh, that is our first episode of Hardcore Heroes Arcadia, and I'm glad it's not our only episode of Hardcore Heroes Arcadia. <laughs> if I'd have gone down into the canyon, would I have died? Well, I guess you can't say. But... I can't. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, anything you want to say before we head out for the night? Thanks for watching. See you. Oh, let's talk about next week. When should we play? Um, these weeknights like this are perfect for me. You know what? I say let's keep doing Wednesday nights until something comes up. Perfect. Let's do it. All right. Perfect. All right, guys. We'll see you next week on Wednesday at noon Pacific or 8 p.m. England UK. time. Yeah. 9 p.m. Europe. 9 p.m. Right. Bye-bye, everyone. See ya.